so, some form of contraceptive or something, man. I'm about to say, like, I'll spend that ele- I'll spend that what 10.99 on the the pack of Magnums over the fifty dollar Plan B or the what five hundred dollars for the damn abortion. Five hundred on the abortion is 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 a is a bad joint, bro. I'm not gonna lie, that's a lot of money that could be spent elsewhere. Yeah, right, I thought, yeah, Miles. I thought you were about to say five hundred on an abortion to steal. <laughs> I thought so. No, I'm not gonna lie. I thought no, so too. No, no. I thought so no, too. No. Hey, what's going on, guys? We are here with episode 20 for you guys. We have made it. Um, yeah, we made it. We made 20 episodes. So a shout out to us uh, for, for making it this far and keeping it up. You know, we, we have some road bumps here and there. But uh, yep. for the most part, we, we've done it. We've been really consistent, you know. Hopefully, I'll tell more people about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's uh, it's me, John. Here as always, we have a. Uh... Wait, John. Oh, do you have All one? Right. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think we're going to go this week. It's going to be John Nelson, uh, like the, the coach, Don Nelson. So here we go. Ah, uh, I'm with it because he did right, coach cool. the Mavs. He did. There it oh, is. Oh, my God. I have there it. There it is. Yep. John Nelson. There it is. John Nelson. Yep. Wow. There it is. Hey, we, we're going to let it rock. Finally, it only it only it only took us twenty <laughs> episodes. Twenty episodes, <laughs> right? What happened? Um, I was I thought you were gonna say you had something for you before. Mm-hmm. I no, 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 no. Come on, I'm too selfless for that. Um, oh, for man. me, I don't. I, I still don't have anything. I'm we'll still mourning. Yeah, I'm still I'm still mourning the retirement of Mike Francesca. So yeah, um, that's that. Um, anyway, we do have Miles right here, uh, with us and uh, everybody. Congratulate my man on finishing his first semester of grad school. Woo! Out here. There it is. There it is. Adulting hey, shit. Facts. It's a lot to it's it's a lot of work, man. But you know, you gotta get to this bag at the end of the day. Podcast not paying the bills, unfortunately. Not yet, because y'all gotta tell more people. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to blow up. I act like <laughs> I don't know nobody. All right, and then we have uh we can do real names. We got uh Justin. Thompson, over here. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Who? What? Mm, interesting. Huh? Uh, Who's this? Well, today I'll be going by the alias of Penny Farthing. Uh, shout out one of the bars in uh, the Lower East Side. Uh, it's called okay. Penny Farthings. It's a good bar. I like it. Du- uh, double leveled. Uh, DJ on uh, both levels. Uh, drinks are good. Drinks are good. Crowd is in sometimes sparingly. More, it's a more white crowd, but um, it's all right sometimes. It's all right. You're not selling me on it. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm indifferent. I, yeah, so far I, I don't really. It's not. Repeatable. I'm not a good. I'm I'm not good at uh selling things. I'm not a salesman. I'm a writer. That's fair. Yeah, I, you know my favorite one in recent times has been Penny. That that's that was like that was my it. favorite. That was, <laughs> that was was not the first one. No, 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 no like no. SpongeBob, like just Penny. Oh, ah, yes. I think Just mine might be um I think I think Penny Kravitz might be mine. Penny Kravitz oh, yeah, is up yeah. there with me. I like yeah. Penny Penny Atkinson. Um yeah. 
I've, I've, I've been on a roll. That's 20, that's 20 pens. Yeah. I didn't even think I, I didn't even think I could get this far. You know what? I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. We've made it, you know, we've made it 20 episodes. There's been a lot of growth in all of us. Absolutely. In the podcast for sure too. Like, yeah. I, I actually, I think I, I definitely deleted the first maybe two episodes at some points because I don't want too many people going and listening to the, listening from the beginning and be like, wow, this is what that podcast is like. Yeah. Like, you know, if you tell someone to make sure they listen to the most recent episode, because yeah. man, we just, just keep getting better. But, uh, yeah, we've yeah. come a long way. We have, like, even shit, we're all mad close again. Shoot. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, were we not close before? I was always close to you guys. Oh, yeah, no, but I mean, spiritually, since, since we graduated. Sorry, you guys well, were always in my you mind. You guys graduated. I'm always, always in my heart. Well, John. We were you're about to you're you're about to get that graduation bag, so don't worry. Soon come, soon come. Uh graduation party. I get to go out to Long Island, it's lit. But anyway, so uh we do have a lot to discuss this weekend. Like a lot of things have been going on, thankfully, because last week was a little dry. Yeah. But um no, nah, there there's a, a decent amount of stuff going on. Start started with some NBA tonight. Yeah, I am mad at that. I guess we could talk about uh well, the Bucks winning streak just ended. Yeah, shout out to my Mavs. They snapped the Lakers one earlier, then they snapped they the Bucks one convincingly and without Luka Doncic. Even though That's the what, end got a little messy. Yeah, yeah definitely but. they get messy at the end of that joint. But it's very weird. Like, I, I honestly like did not give y'all a chance at all to win that game. But the fact that y'all did without Luka, I don't know. Maybe the the, the Bucks might have taken y'all a little bit lightly, but y'all definitely did play what well, play play well for real. Maybe, so, but also like um, I watched the end of the game. And uh, watching highlights and stuff, and it seems like their defense was just on. Like they defended Giannis well, yeah. Um, and that's hard to do, but like now it's personnel and schemes and stuff like that. Like people play. Big thing I say is um, Dorian Finney-Smith playing with more confidence is huge, because um, he can actually really develop, hopefully, into the potential. Like that's someone who really has the potential to be a Trevor Ariza type player. Worked on his shot a lot in this year. It's you know really showing dividends. He's always a good defender and athletic and stuff, but you see a bullied a bit, and it's like um, he had like a big block on Giannis last night, and it's like you're literally you're seeing how they're defending him, um, where they they're they're giving him a space to shoot. Obviously, a shot isn't good enough to um, keep putting it up with that with like the space given, and then you know forcing him into taking a difficult shot and then getting a block. So I feel like uh, Carlisle's defensive schemes. And then also, I, again, like I, I doubt the Bucks were taking them that seriously, but still, like they put up numbers. So even if they were taking them seriously, um, they still played. You know what I mean? Like right. everyone put up numbers. Like Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway Jr., KP, and Seth have been balling. Yeah. Like absolutely, I think Seth, I think Seth had like twenty five the other night, didn't he? Yeah, like bro, they almost came back against the Heat in the game. Luca got hurt, and they were down twenty one, and um. They again, I think the game went in overtime. I'm pretty sure it did. And then it was like Tim missed like uh, a difficult shot at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Like it got a little sloppy. And it's just like, well, it, it sucks when it ends like that. Cause like, oh man, if only he would have been able to take a better or like, you know, if one and stuff like that. But still, for them to come back from down, I think they were down 21 without Luca. Like it really shows to it uh, a testament of the team. But like, no, they've, they've really been balling. Nope. Absolutely, man. 
Mavs have been have somehow like been able to at least stay. I wouldn't even say stay, but like they're the third seed in the West right now, and I don't think in any of our proje- projections like we 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 saw that coming. Had them that so, high, and they yeah, definitely have the third now. Yeah, they had it for I think past a week or two, two weeks. Yeah, something like I that. said I it on now, podcast. Yeah, now now that thing they only like up like half a game, so. But still, it's just the fact that they even like are that high now. It says that a lot about that team, a lot about like how they're playing. So, and that's a, and that's a fact. And Luca, you know, it, it's funny because like he wasn't in any of our predict predictions for you know MVP. And you gotta you gotta at least think that you know before the injury, he's definitely top three. And yeah, at least in that you know, yeah, like he's averaging basically a thirty point triple double. Yep. Like, yeah, he going crazy. Listen, like last night, Porzingis had 26, 12, and four. Seth had 26, 5, and four. Jalen had 13, 4, and 11. You know what I mean? Like everyone's doing their part. Like you had multiple people scoring double digits the other night, too. And that wasn't a loss. So it's like, um, you know, they originally evaluated Luca at uh, a couple weeks with this injury. It was a bad spring. Did you guys see it? Yeah. That was yeah. That was pretty bad. That was one of the more. That was one of the uglier ones that I've seen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That that shit would have had us out of McGonagall for like two months. Oh hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Light. Yeah, I mean, apparently he's progressing decently. So we'll see what happens. Either way, now Porzingis is gonna eat. He has a chance to really eat right now. Got to. And I think his numbers of rip have like gotten a little bit better. Oh, like, absolutely. I think he's, been, he's been scoring more, but he honestly has to because if he doesn't, then y'all not y'all not gonna win games. Mm-hmm. Like period. Um. But I don't know. Everything else in the NBA seems a little bit, you know, seems a little bit stagnant. Like, I'll, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Knicks won two games in a row, but that, I mean, I mean, you know, but <laughs> yeah, there it is. They're no longer um, in last place, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got you got to take the small victories, man. You got to take the small victories. I can at least say that they're that it. I won't say that they're watchable, but they're at least like what they're playing. They're playing hard. They're playing hard. I guess that's that's really all you can ask. So, you know, we won three out of our last four, which is, I mean, not that's not to say a lot because we beat the Warriors, the Hawks, and then um, the Kings. But we played hard against the Nuggets the other day, and I, they're a very respectable team in the West. Hey, the Kings are eighth in the West right now. so They are eighth in the West. Yeah, the Kings, the Kings, the Kings are a valid team. The Kings are a valid team. So I, I, I definitely take that. But, you know, um, they, they play, they're playing better. RJ has been – he played really well tonight, 27. Mm-hmm. And um, – only one thing that I will say is that I think that Marcus Morris is gonna end up getting traded. Yeah, like he's been a lot of trade talks too. Should. Yeah, but you know he deserved to go to a contender because he's not like he's not gonna be on the Knicks long term anyway. Yeah, that's what um, the Knicks is right now. It's a bunch of veterans trying to prove they can still play, so they you know come trade deadline and shit. Yeah, facts. And they saying that um they he might end up on the Clippers, which is an ideal situation because I'll they they. It, well, is Lou is Lou Williams still hurt, or is he like still or because I, I don't think he played the other night against Chicago. Um, I have to I'm check. Unsure. I might be alternative facts. I gotta I gotta double check, check that. Right but now. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that'll be chills for them because Harold's been his has been doing his thing, and then you know Kawhi's low management situation is uh, very. Lou, is Lou very, played uh, tonight. He played tonight. All right, good. Yeah. So he is back. So I was gonna say that uh, their scoring situation was even the other night watching them against Chicago was a little iffy, just because Paul George was really trying to do everything. Harold did his thing off the bench, but you know you can't lose against like talking about the Clippers now. They can't really lose the teams against Chicago, especially when they're trailing the Lakers, who've just been they just look like they have a fun on the court every game, yo. 
Bro, so, OD. Yeah. I'm so happy for LeBron. Yeah, it's great. It's great basketball to watch. I still don't think they're going to win a championship, but you know what? It's fun for right now because, you know, regular season shit. So, yeah. Um, hey, re- real NBA starts after Christmas. That's 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 why I think, man. And I can't wait for Christmas because I cannot wait for that Clippers and Lakers matchup, man. That's going to be mu- – that's must-see TV. <laughs> the only, yeah, one of the few good day- Christmas Day games. Yeah, yeah that's a fact. Our, uh, first, was that our first episode we talked about that? Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's really wild, man. Golden State, the worst team in the league. You, you hate you hate to see it, but you love to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh man, but um, yeah. I mean, Lakers having a good old time again. The Rockets are sitting in fifth. I still think they're gonna slide down because they they be having to do the most to beat bad teams. Yeah, but then it's so. like it's weird because then they play good teams and they beat good teams by a considerable amount. Like if that makes sense. Who? Um, when the uh, I'm trying to think the other day when they beat um, who was it? The, the only good team they beat was the Raptors. They beat the Raptors. Mm-hmm. They beat Nah. They lost to the Kings the other day. They beat the Spurs, but they didn't really beat them by a lot. They and won then, by two. Yeah, and then they got clapped by the Heat. Oh, actually, so yeah. But so the Spurs haven't been playing that well. They haven't been. What's their seating? The the Spurs. Um. Let's we'll see if they've made it back up. They're twelfth. Twelfth. <laughs> Remember, oh, yeah, they're so on like a even... nine-game losing streak. Yeah, that kind of fucked them up. Yeah, that's a fact. I um, don't know. I mean, Rockets are, Rockets are a weird ass team, but I still don't. I, don't I still think Utah's gonna climb. Yeah, oh. I mean, yeah. They, there's I a mean, lot they, of basketball they, left they, to play. Yeah, it, shout out tough. to Oklahoma City still being in seventh right now. Yeah, I don't know how to, how to fuck, but shout out Chris Paul, man, doing the yeah. thing, and then fucking um, what's his name? Um, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Shy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hooping. Yeah. Um, Portland's sitting at nine right now. I think they're gonna climb still. Shout out to Melo the God. Yeah, that's a fact. Melo balling for real, yo. Yeah, and the Timber the Timberwolves are just tanking. It was like they was looking good for a second. Just when you think that Andrew Wiggins is you about to same climb old, that. same old. Yep, that's a fact. It's same same shit, just a different year, man. That's that's yeah. all that is. Man. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how sustainable Oklahoma City is gonna be though. Um, but I mean, like I feel like we spoke about this before the season started. Like the only places Chris Ball could really go and see right now is to a young team that's gonna listen to him and take his yeah, shit. Thanks. So he's yeah. there and it's happening. So shout out to them. Um yeah. Yeah, that just reminded me, like, uh, when you talk about the Marcus Moore thing and just uh, a lot of NBA trade chatter, again, one of the biggest ones has been what I've been saying forever in that uh, Kevin Love to uh, Portland. But um, they, they Portland would have to give up a little bit for him, though. They yeah, would, they would. They, and there was um, there's a lot of talk about it and then just other places he can go and other things like that. Um, I know that the biggest trade things that I was seeing were um, him – uh, still figuring out what's going on with Iguodala, and then another thing was just how no one wants Chris Paul. Right. But um, I don't you guys think I I heard uh, let's see who are the other suitors um for Chris Paul? No, Iguodala. I know that the Mavs have been wanting this one play for a while. I heard the Clippers and the Lakers are in play. Um, and then just like what you said about Marcus Morris, you're like maybe the Clippers are in play, but what do the Clippers give up? Yeah. That's my question, because um, you know New York's either going to want picks or young players, and I think for um, at least for in regards to 
what's his face? Well, going back to the first thing you said, Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love. I think Portland wants picks for 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 him. They they have to give up a lot for that. Mm-hmm. Morris, I feel like his contract isn't sustainable enough to get like a good pick. So I feel like you, you could probably send a player or two or somebody that is like. But like even, who? I don't even know. What do you really? What do you? What do you really trade somebody that's on a two-year contract for? That is playing at their best right now, and it's probably not going to get any better. It's like yeah, it would have to be like I feel like it has to be like a, either a young player or like a second-round pick or something. Yeah, but you got to make the money work. And um, I think as the young players on the Clippers right now, I feel like are useful, like Shamit and Zubak. Yeah, um, I, I feel like Zubac, man. They, I Lakers did, did I feel like, Lakers did him dirty last year. I was a fuck with yeah. that. Me either. I think he would have been a good fit too, but um, they're they're, they're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, I don't know. I know with uh, the Iguodala thing, I still feel like honestly, I would rather have Blake than Iguodala right now. Right. But um, with Luca out, I can definitely see them making a move, and money wise, it would allow us to get rid of Courtney Lee and actually get someone that would be more useful. Right. Again, I still I still would much rather have Blake and he's under more control and is younger and has all the good things and is Blake Griffin. Um right. he is a, and I'm about to say, man, yeah, free my son Blake out of Detroit because they ain't yeah, one day not that team's about to get blown up too. That team is about yeah. to get uh, Drummond's most likely not gonna stay. Like he's a free agent in the summer. Um he didn't want to be there in the first place. And he's been since he's been there, he's been doing his fucking best to 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 win and make them into a real team. Facts. Um, I remember. Um, I think it was a few years ago when um he was a free agent. What's mm-hmm. called it? The the Knicks was trying to get him, and honestly, I feel like he's in a much better situation now. Oh, yeah. Than he would that he would be if he was with the Knicks. It's just like damn. But imagine, but that's the thing. He yeah, now is a chance to play with Porzingis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's so funny how the league goes. It's like so much th- things could have been different. Like imagine a front court with Andre Drummond and Porzingis at that time period, and still. With Melo on the team, this is right before I think Melo got traded to OKC. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, all you could do is speculate on that on that type of stuff now. Hey, Justin. Hey. Is uh is Kyrie still hurt? He's still hurt, right? Yeah. Damn. Fucked up. But I mean, he's even hella about, quiet over there, man. I mean, he's still winning, so it doesn't Yeah, no, nah, I'm about to say, yeah, the Nets, the net, yeah, in fact, the Nets definitely still winning. They just okay. clapped the Sixers. They slapped the Sixers the other night. Okay, so, can yeah. we? There's this this something that, that's been weighing on my mind. And nice. all right. The Sixers didn't have Joel Embiid, which is a big reason why the Nets clapped him. Well, right. But I feel like Joel Embiid might be way more important to the Sixers than I think we all think. Like that team can't function without Joel Embiid. There's no shooting. Like to be fair, when you say we all, you mean people outside of this podcast. Because no, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> I think no, I, I just thinking no, I'm thinking like I think we we think that he means a lot, but to the the magnitude, like it's bad. Like I didn't know it was that bad where they literally struggle to score the basketball. Like they're right. a max player. For like they first of all, they got light skinned they have they have Draymond Green with an Australian accent on that team. <laughs> and I and, and you know what? It's it's crazy because like the more I watch him play and the more I look at his stat lines in these games, yeah. I'm like, yo, there's doing nothing different than what Draymond was doing with the Warriors at his peak. 14, like 13, 14 points a game, eight assists, six, six, six rebounds, stuff like that. We'll get your get a triple double. But like 
like what are we talking about here? That's not max player type, you know, things. He can't shoot, right? He's really he's really useless on the and offense. He's clogging the paint for Joel. He's not a good fit. Like that offense did not work without Joel Embiid because one, Simmons can't shoot. Richardson, if he's off, he's off, right? Mm-hmm. If Horford's three point shot isn't hitting. There, there's nothing else. Then they go to their bench, and it's a, it's a ghost town. They got uh, uh, Raul Neto. Like, Neto's not what, what TJ McConnell was. Tobias will get you a bucket, but you can't rely on Tobias Harris to get you 30 points every night. That's they not his game. They paid him like it, though. They paid well, him like that, it, though. That, that's their, that, that's that, their fault. Man. Yo, maybe. Oh, what if they trade for Marcus Morris? They know they need a Marcus Morris type. I think they need a Marcus Morris type, just like the Celtics right now. I think need. I think Marcus Morris leaving was a uh, was bad for the Celtics. Just like I think uh, what's his face leaving Horford was bad for the Celtics. Even though the Celtics are doing pretty well now, I think it's going to come back to bite them. Yeah, they're the Robert Williams just went out went out for three weeks with. They're mad soft, like they're mad small and soft right now. There's no first off. There's no interior defense for the Celtics. Cantor can't guard in the paint, and Thias is lazy. Robert Williams just went on just went on the shelf for three weeks, and they still keep Taco Fall in the G League for some reason. I don't know why. You might as well just give him a chance. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, well, but then again, this is like bro, just maybe, play him like maybe, Boban. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Literally, like yeah, that's true. Do. The change of pace I, and like he's literally unstoppable on the offense. My only argument to that is like they're actually winning games, so it's like I mean I know they just lost uh, tonight and the other night, but generally speaking, like they've been winning games, so it's like uh, Have they I don't know. Good people. Because Kemba's been be? balling. I know Kemba's been balling. Well, well, Kemba's been balling, but I'm just thinking about, like, even the other week when they went on that West Coast trip, they was playing everybody tough. Like, yeah. before. They I'm beat talking, the Nuggets. About- they, beat, they beat the Nuggets. They beat the Heat. Those are big wins. Lost to the Nets. That's about Lost it. The- that's that's literally all I'm seeing. Yeah. And um, they beat the Mavericks on November 11th. Yeah. They haven't really. Yo, are they the fucking. Are they the Bills? Nah. <laughs> or the Patriots? No. Like, they nah, got nah, wins. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, they nah, got not wins. the not what? the Patriots. I, I'll give. I say. I mean, not the Bills. I say the Patriots because the Patriots literally have beaten nobody except the Bills once. But yeah, we'll get right. into football. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Because like right football. now, I'm looking at it. They're only like quality wins. Like, and I say quality isn't like good teams. Are the Nuggets and the Heat? They've also played a and the Mavs less games than people. They have. T- they've played a total of 24 games, and the Bucks have a total of 24 wins. So. They they their their record looks a little bit better because they haven't played as many games yet. But I mean, the schedule evens out. You know, they just well, they, haven't. Yeah, and um, listen, they've they, played the Knicks twice. They played the Nets twice and shit, split the, there. The, the Knicks played them tough. The Knicks played them tough. They, they played play them like, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, played they, the they only won over fucking Jason Tatum. Played, shit. Bro, like I'm saying, like I'm looking at the teams they played. They really haven't played. Well, they got tough games coming up, though. They got, yeah, they, they do. do. They, 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 they got to play. The, they got. I know they played the, the Raptors. They played the Raptors on Christmas, so that should be a good one. Um, and I Bro, think right, right now the next games that I'm seeing are literally the tough games would be the Pacers, which is tomorrow. No, sorry. Okay, I lied. They lost to the Pacers and the Sixers. yeah. I'm about to say they lost to the, they lost to the, <laughs> they the Pacers. Exactly. The Mavericks they, tomorrow, and that's yeah. without Luca, so that's hit or miss. Um. Easy and stretch, Detroit, Charlotte, Raptors, yeah. Cleveland, Toronto, then Charlotte, 
Bro, what is this late ass schedule they have? Dog, no, but look at that. After the after that second Toronto game, Charlotte, Atlanta, Chicago, Washington, San Antonio. Their next big game is not until January oh, 9th against is, the Sixers. What is with these Boston teams getting these light schedules? Tell you, man. It is, man. I mean, but shit. Dude. I mean, I hate to, I, I hate to, I hate to say it, but I mean, it's, this is the beginning of the year, shit. Like the same way that we gonna apply the the that arg- that argument to um to to the Celtics is like you gotta apply it to the Lakers too. Who the who's the Lakers really beat? I'm talking That's about true. recently, like like what they beat the Hawks the other day. No, they beat. Right. Let's check. They, they, Let's check. They I'm gonna check right they now. Beat, they beat. I know they beat the Timberwolves like a week ago. They beat the Trailblazers. They beat the Heat. Uh, yeah, but they remember, they, bro, like, they that was a close heat? ass game though. And and they said it was top team in the league right now. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it's still they still played them tough. Like you're and, saying, and they got off because they the last two minute report said that Butler got fouled not on the inbounds when he pushed Le, when LeBron bumped into him and on the jump shot. But right. in that time, they still have beaten. So they've beaten the Heat. Um, say what you want about the Blazers, but they beat the Jazz, the Nuggets as well. And then they lost to the Pacers tonight. The Pacers are a good team. No, the Pacers are a good team, but and they still don't, and they still don't even have Oladipo yet. Yeah, Yeah, the Pacers. Shout out to my son Sabonis. Yeah, bro, Sabonis is tough, tough. Yeah, man. Somehow, somehow making less than Jalen Brown. I don't. Yo, they're saying uh, they might. They they Miles Turner may be on the move because him and Sabonis actually don't play that well. Um, when they're both on the court, and uh, might might be. Like they're getting more out of Sabonis, so Miles Turner may be on the move. Interesting. I like him on the. That's uh, quite hey, a piece. Like, hey Blazers, check it out. Mm, eh. Oh, back to the guy that I didn't get this point in earlier with the when you guys were talking about the trades. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I like Kevin Love on the on the Blazers. I don't think they can do that deal unless a third or third team's involved. That's fair because I know, and also what they're thinking about is um how much money they would have tied into three players. It would be a yeah, lot. That's a have. lot of bread, bro. CJ, CJ Dane, and then Kevin. Yeah. I think uh, the smart, and I, I think we might have talked and, about wh- and Whiteside actually. Yeah. No, the Whiteside would have to be involved. Whiteside would have to would have yeah. to be moved. Whiteside would probably he, move yeah. to the. He's probably, he, he, yeah. He'd probably go to the to the Cavs in that three team yeah. trade. Imagine have to. that. Oh, that would suck. Imagine Whiteside and Tristan Thompson next to each other. Ew. Well, no, because well, Tristan wants to get moved though. Tristan Thompson is a potential trade piece too. I think that he would be one of the chips that will go to potentially that third team. I don't see him going to Portland, but yeah, that would be uh, that would be interesting. And then for uh, what do you call it for Denver? I think this the Ooh, move Denver. I could see the I move see that because all right, because you figure right, Paul Millsap is a free agent after this year. And Kevin Love is on the first year of that four-year deal. So even if you think it's a lateral move, you would still be laterally moving with a team control for three more years. It's not a bad idea. I don't see. And they, could, and they honestly could use a front court help because Jokic hasn't been like that this year, yo. Like, he's actually been very disappointing. Yeah. It's um, like he's taking a step back. So is, uh, so is uh, 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 Gary. Yeah, like yeah, he's you know kind of disappointed too. He he's just you know what it is. It's just like it's like he's not he hasn't like regressed, but he hasn't progressed either. He's kind of just been like. Dirty. I feel like with, we we spoke us last week, and I do I just feel like with Jamal Murray's emergence and with Malik Beasley and everything, like with all that whole guard rotation is super solid. So I yeah. feel like with that 
he hasn't had like he hasn't been in that situation to grow really because right. he's getting less touches. You know what I mean? Like you want like Jamal Murray is basically a two guard. So yeah, um, you know I I can see I definitely see that he's still you know being a good defender, but I feel like he hasn't taken that jump we kind of expected him to. But um, I you know now that you say that I can see the Nuggets making a move for um Caleb like that. It's one that yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, that you wouldn't expect, just yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, and I know they, Malik Beasley, they they probably don't want to pay him because he's gonna command a, some money. Thanks. And my son Will Barton been putting in work too for them. We've so, been I mean, hooping, I hooping. A, yeah, and I, yeah. His minutes have been like ridic- not ridiculous, but it's like I wouldn't expect Will Barton to be the one to step up. If anything, I would have thought that it would have been Michael Porter Junior. Yeah, OD. Has OD. he been playing? I, barely like that's why i don't understand i don't understand like what like what the situation i don't watch nuggets games enough to really know like what's going on with michael porter jr but i don't know maybe playoffs i I don't know because like i was at the i went to the nets nuggets game at barclays he was then at the end of the bench like you know like he was wearing sneakers that you know for a fact he's not getting in the game like he was like he was wearing like some black joints that i'm like all right those are definitely not ball shoes but he was in his warm-ups and then the next game I saw on TV with the Nuggets, he was playing. And then the next game he had a DMP. So I have no idea what they're what yeah, they're really doing with him. On. But um, it's uh, that's, to me that's disappointing because he definitely. I mean, you know, he's still super young. We'll still, you know, TV TBD on that one. But um, <laughs> another uh, another thing I was reading a Bleach Report article they were talking about with uh, K Love was maybe him going to a younger team. Instead of like those contenders that you think, and one that maybe has a couple more assets or something, like um, two of the other options I heard were the Hornets, because money wise they can make it work. Batum's right. expiring deal is about to go, and um, you know it might be a good a good piece to pair there. And the other one I heard was maybe the Hawks get in to get Trey, a more reliable veteran scorer who wants to win some games. Um, I don't think that's a good move for the Hawks. I, I, honestly, I but don't either. We don't know how. Like, I mean, yes, the franchise has made some great moves in the drafts and stuff. Like, they they're set up right now, but will their impatience be their downfall? It's not translating right now. I don't understand why. Like, it makes no sense on paper. These guys are better than a six and twenty-two team. Yeah, but it's not. But it's it's not a, always about what's on paper because if you think about like. You you also make the argument for the pay, for the um for the Trailblazers. It's like why are the Trailblazers eleven and eighteen? It's not necessarily about that. You gotta gotta look at that at other things too. Um, I think really more so um with the Hawks is trying to trying to be impatient like that and trade for a veteran player for Caleb. Like J T said, he's in control for another three years. It's like they're not winning now, and to bring bring somebody in with a contract like that, knowing that eventually you're gonna have to pay Trey. I don't know if it's and like, he's taking minutes away from your young players that they need to develop. Exactly, and it's like, yo, Kevin Love already reached his peak. It's like you know what you're gonna get from him if y'all was in win now mode. All right, this would make more sense, but y'all are still kind of rebuilding. It doesn't. Re- it doesn't really make sense to you know bring this caliber of player on the team when it's like you know it, it's it's to satisfy your to Trey Young now, but Trey Young's not going anywhere. Let's be honest, he's not. What, yeah. Like he might be frustrated now, but that's just how these these young players Bro, it's your work. Second year, like you can't be talking yeah, like that, man. It, it, exactly, but that's just. But you got to think though. That's just how young players are. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's. If we're not winning right now, it's like all right. I need to go somewhere to win. This is it's nobody likes second to lose. year with no expectations, and you don't want to 
to be patient with the young core you have around you right now. Like to me, it's yeah. like, and I like Trey, but to me, it's like, yo, like don't make a fuss talking about giving me some help and shit like that. Instead, like, yo, now's your time to really step up as a leader and be like, yo, like lead by example. I have those guys in the gym, have your, build your team chemistry up, build your young dude's confidence up. You know what I mean? Like all that type of right. shit. Like that's, that's how I'm looking at it. Instead of just being like, yo, like, help me, give me be the own win, like, having heated gym management. We touched on that last week, too. Like, I, um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't think it's a good look. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think trading for Kevin Love would be either. Nope. Gotta just trust the process. That's what you gotta do. Oh. Because guess what? They don't have a Ben Simmons. Trusting the process. Trusting the process is ass, yo. It, it, you know what's so funny? I'm thinking about trusting the process and shit. It's just like, yo... The Suns have been trusting the pro- a team that is like trusting the process going wrong. Like, nah, Suns management is trash. Yo, it's ter- it's bad, but it's just like, yo, it doesn't make sense because it's like they actually have like decent talent on the team. It's like the way that I see them is kind of like how I've been seeing the Timberwolves recently. It's like they're mm-hmm. bad, but it doesn't really make sense why they're so bad. Damn, and like Kentucky I, I, players, huh? Man, listen, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what the I don't know what it is, man. Like, what's son Devin Booker be over there? But like, I don't know, man. Even watching Devin Booker play, he's a very like he get like yeah he gets buckets, but he don't do shit to help his team win. That's the difference between um that's a Devin between, Booker and a Luca. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's that's a that's a fact. But I will say that Luca got good management and better players around him than like the situation that Devin Booker's in. But it's at the mm-hmm. point where this man is about to be averaging like twenty five plus for like his fourth straight or third straight season, and he's not about to be all star again at this rate. <laughs> and so, have like what? 30 wins? Yeah. Basically. If even? Yeah. That's a that's a stretch at this point because, you, I mean, they're sub-500 right now. And it's like if they don't – before, um, another team in the West figures figures it out because the Kings are kind of on the bubble. You know, Trailblazers on the bubble. And there would be the, the other team that's on the bubble. Before one of those teams figure it out, they got to get it together. Otherwise, it's like if, they, if they're not a playoff seed, he's not going to get an all-star. And that sucks, but that's just kind of like how it's been. The reason why he's been stubbed from the all-star game so many times is because like they the team is just not the team has just not come together yet. Yeah. That's the difference between players like Book, players like him and Luca and Jam- the Jamal Murray's who probably will get an all-star all-star this year. But it's it's very interesting, I think, because you you guys think that Trey Young is gonna be an all-star this year? Um in the East, yeah. But are they gonna do it like how they did it last year, where it's like uh, where they like draft? Oh, I guess still it's like an even amount from each conference, I don't, right? I don't think he's gonna be voted in by the fans. No, oh, not definitely not. It, like but I don't yeah, think what well, player from it's even from each conference. Well, he could theoretically think about it. Like he's it, 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 they go point guard, shooting guard. Who's the other most popular point guard in the in the East? Kyrie, Kemba, Kemba. You think he's more? You think Kemba's more popular than than uh, than Trey Young right now? Yes. Yeah. Really? I don't I don't know if I think, agree with that. To us, we can talk about Trey Young because we like basketball. Yeah. To to the casual fan, if your team's not winning, they don't care. Trey Young is a is a victim of being on a bad team right yeah. now. Well, yeah, but I, I wouldn't uh, yeah, right. I mean it's too early bro, for me bro, to think say, about I, think about yeah. how bad the Mavs were last year, yet how historic Luca was. Right. And he still and he should have been on like voted in and he still didn't get it. You know, yeah. no, and the Mavs are a bigger franchise than the yeah. the Hawks. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a valid point y'all bring. I just personally think that with social media and like the way that he is pretty, he, like he's looked upon, it's like people, the way people look at Trey Young is I feel like it's a very, and this is very early to say, it's it's kind of like the way that people look at Steph Curry. It's like, yo, he's this exciting player that does this, this, and this on the court. You know, he's ha- he's averaging this much and doing all of this stuff. So, I mean, Kemba is a great player. And by all means, I would say that he deserves the All-Star more than the Hawks. Obvious, for obvious reasons. I mean, they're 10 games over 500 right now. I just think that who's who's more popular? Eh, I don't know. I, I will argue that in the social media-ass age, like, yo, Trey Young, he makes a very good argument. I, I can see the argument being made. The team is just bad. Yeah, that's why I just I just don't think be, – I think because the team is bad, it's not going to be enough yeah. to get him voted in. That's true. Like and I, a and fan I, and I see that. I see that. Because, see that. because that – and then also you got to think, like, Boston fans are rabid too. So yeah, I think guards – because okay. you what? We're still considering Ben Simmons a guard. Unfortunately, it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, if it goes, think, and then, and then goes, plus, like, the goes, way the Heat's going, like Jimmy might, yeah, Jimmy might, yeah, Jimmy probably will get yeah. get one. But yeah. they're doing it. They do it like they don't do it like point guard, shooting guard. Then they just do it guard. No, guard. they do. Yeah, they do guard, guard, and then oh, forward, okay. forward, forward. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if, if that's the case, then if it's guard, guard, then he's definitely not getting it because there's definitely you could argue. I'm trying to think because shit, yeah, because you could argue Jimmy, you could argue Ben, you could argue Middleton at this point. You could yeah. argue. It's a, you it's could a lot argue Dinwiddie. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, Dinwiddie. I mean, shit, the Nets mm-hmm. are a playoff team. You could argue, shit. It's I never thought I'd say this, but shit, Spencer Dinwiddie got yeah. a better uh, chance for All Star than Devin Booker does at this point. Shit, kind of I mean, crazy. This man Phoenix is that a trash organization? So many. Yeah, things. bro. Get DeAndre eight and some help. Actually, no, not even. Get Aaron Baines some help. Damn it, Aaron Baines. <laughs> Aaron Baines. Oh Jesus! That Twitter account is oh, no. hilarious. Oh, the Aaron Baines fan club. Oh man, <laughs> quality content. NBA oh, fans are funny. NBA oh, fans are funny. Boy. Oh, really quick to go back yeah. to the to to what we were talking about with the Celtics and their schedule uh, being easy. They have a stretch in February. What that's really going to show what they're all about because they have to go on the road, right? They start off in Oklahoma City, then they go to Houston, then they go back home to face the Clippers, go on the road to Minnesota, on the road to Los Angeles, Portland, Utah, back home with the Rockets, and then back home with the Nets. Well, in February, they in February, if they have a losing record, then we can call them frauds, yeah. Like yeah. that other Boston team. Yeah. So um, on that note, I guess we'll uh, wrap up basketball and head right into uh, our NFL talk. Yes. And, um, and yeah, I mean. There's a, I mean, there, honestly, <laughs> shit. There, there's, I feel like NFL is just like there's just always so much to talk about, which is why we spend like an hour on it, guys. I mean, I'm sure y'all love to listen to us, but it's not for no reason. Yeah. Um, because you know in the NFL we just can't make some of this stuff up. It's like so many like headlines the, week to week. Yeah, like the the Cowboys beating a real team. Yeah, I mean, John, you're on the record calling the Rams frauds, though. So I, I am, but yeah. I, the secondary yeah. has been playing great. The defense was yeah. playing great, and then they yeah. let the Cowboys put up forty plus. Yeah, that so was, I that guess was, every dog has their day. But um, y'all still not going to tell me shit about the Cowboys being a real team. It is Amen. still the NFC least. 
they are still super cheeks. But um, I mean, I don't know. Week was, I don't know what to think of this week. I feel like I did pretty solid. Um, oh yeah, you. Oh bro, you were you you were you were almost perfect this week, bro. You were thirteen and three. I I just don't remember. Um, did I pick the Cardinals? Uh you did. I did. You did. All right, I did say that this was one that they would lo- uh, that the Browns lose. Yeah, now um, you did. You were under, you 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 are on the record saying that. Awesome, but I just can't get over that Cowboys one, man. That one hurt because the to me I was like awesome. The Rams fucking secondary is playing. They're letting Aaron Donald be Aaron Donald. And then they let these bum-ass Cowboys put up their most points in a game since 2014. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's I, crazy. It's, it's, very, it's an evil world we live in. And you know what the craziest part about it is? Is that even with that loss, the Rams still have a better record than the whole NFC East. Yep. It's crazy. But... I mean, it's good. just looking forward to this week, and I and I spoke briefly about it last week. Um, the Eagles and the Cowboys. I mean, they play this week. Honestly, ugh. I mean, the the Sunday night game. I guess it is what it is. I can see why the the NFL did it going into the season, but I mean, like, it should honestly flex it out. I yeah. I really don't care. I really don't care to see the Chiefs at the Bears. I would much rather see the Cowboys and the Eagles, especially it's, it'll be yeah. a more competitive game. Yeah, hopefully. facts. Yeah, and it's gonna be in Philly. So, and the Cowboys worked the Eagles last time, and everybody knows how big of a game this is going to be, so I think it's going to be entertaining. Um, yeah. Should be, should be fairly, should be fairly Plus decent. Plus, Carson's been looking, he's been looking a little sharper. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Anyone to catch the ball, but, you know. Yeah, that's a fact. And, I mean, the Redskins played them tough. Like, that was a game that the Redskins easily could have won. The, I know that the, the final score doesn't reflect it, like, losing by 10, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was a close It was a close game overall, like, from top from top to bottom. Um, yeah. It was cool. Um, Just like uh, who almost gave up the game? Almost the lost? Well, there's a t- there, there was a lot of games that, that almost like, tied it up in the. Oh, you mean the Bears and the Packers? Yes, Bears and Packers. Yep, Bears and Packers. Yes, they really almost <laughs> they almost scored on that shit. They did. Yo, I don't know why the wide receiver didn't dive for the. I don't know if you guys the saw that. The, oh, oh no, 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 no not the no, tight end. The, the wide receiver just yeah. like kind of watched the ball he just, roll. He looked like he ran away from it. I'm like, yo, a, pick it game. up. You're you're two yards away. Yeah, yeah nah, he was he was bugging. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. They really almost scored on that joint. I was watching. I'm like, wow, they really got to the one yard line. If the tight end would have pitched the ball like two yards earlier, uh, it would have gone to one of the wide receivers or Tariq Cohen was right behind him. Yeah, I mean, literally he got hit, but he had enough time to pitch it. Like, he, I guess he's trying to make a play. That's what Tariq Cohen was so mad about. He was like, yo, you pitched the ball back. We could have done something. Yeah, because there was just two defenders there, two blockers. Hey, man, anything can happen. Yeah, and but. Yo, I mean, again, he didn't play great, but I don't know who, like, Mitchell Trubinsky is anymore. Like, he's actually, like, improving, and it was just such, like, a sh- like a flip of the switch, I feel like. Yeah. That it's like, I, where, are you, where have you been? Like, what? Granted, he had 53 attempts. Which is blasphemous, by the way. He made some some good throws, you know. He showed some flashes there, and it's yeah, like nah. the past couple of weeks. It's like, yo, this is this is a new new Mr. Bitsky. Yeah, second half, he's been playing better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, like Josh Allen showing improvement. 
you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe once the expectations kind of settled down a little bit, he kind of, you know, yeah. he was he started he started to play a little bit better. And then I mean, the Cowboys is a really convincing win, but playing the Packers tough is like all right, like you know, we're showing a little bit of improvement. Yes. Um, they're still seven and seven, but yeah. yeah. But speaking of seven and seven teams, shout out to my boy Jameis. You know that makes four in a row for the Bucks. Um, Bro, you know, it's yeah, I know, I know. It, it, it's like it, it's cr- no, nah, but I, I give Jameis credit though because he only threw one interception this week. It's yeah, shout out to him. Slow, slow progress is still in fact progress. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, um, yeah, and again, it, it was a team without their starting quarterback, but he yeah, put up exactly. numbers without his best receiver. So yeah. And in the second half, his other best receiver. So you know what I'm saying Yo. you gotta you gotta give a man credit that's making Brashard Brashad Perryman look like the first round pick he was drafted as type shit. So you know it is what it that, is. Dude. Yeah, nah, G shit. <laughs> but there was um man, the upset alert in the NFC, NFL this week like really got me tight because I have money. Yo, like I have like yo, we first off, you know something's wrong when we all pick a team and they lose. Like we all literally pick them, we all pick the Raiders. We all picked the Titans, and they and all three of them lost. Like it was just. Granted, I mean, the, the Titans, Titans the, I can understand. Yeah, That's the, the only Titans, game the, I can understand. The, the the Titans is the one game that I'm like, okay, get, I, you know they play the Texans. You know that's that's for the division. They play each other again in two weeks, so that's that that's gonna be that. Um, but yeah, the 49ers, bro. It's like, and, and I was, and mind you, I was watching this whole this whole game. It wasn't on. Uh, it wasn't available in New York, but you know, I got the the Sunday ticket joint. Like. It's just the offense just like like literally took a step back. It was like they had this one drive that was like ten minutes and something long, and that's mm-hmm. a that's like damn near the entire quarter. All they was doing was running the ball, not really passing. And it's like I get it, but then it's just like you're playing like the way they were playing is like they were playing to not lose. They were trying to play conservative football, and that doesn't work when you're trying to beat teams with decent offense, which is the Atlanta Falcons. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks when you know. I hate picking the Falcons because every time I pick them, they lose. But every time I pick against them, they always want to play people tough. That, that's how I feel, too. And I just, like, I just can't believe they were getting slapped by them that much. Like, I yeah. checked the score. I was like, what is happening? Right. Like, and I, I guess they used all their, like, what they used all the freaking offense they had for the season in the past couple weeks. Yeah, like, I guess I, I don't know. Cause I is is Atlanta's freaking run defense all of a sudden amazing? Like what what's going on here? Yeah, I wasn't I, I wasn't really a fan, like at all. It was um it wasn't because they rushed for over a hundred as a team, you know. Yeah. But I just but, yeah, but that the way that the offense was playing, like the defense didn't even really play that great. Only person that was really doing shit was George Kittle. George Kittle was the like like now he's set up. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a strong dude too, bro. I would hate to have to go one on one with him, but yeah, he's, you know. But I, I don't know. The, the, I'm not really they're like it's the 49ers losing games against the Falcons is concerning to me because it's like y'all beat the Saints, who you typically have been looking like the best team in the NFC outside of them in the Seahawks. Um, so it, it's it's I don't know. It just doesn't really make that much sense to me. Like you know, y'all fighting for best overall seed. Like you gotta. You know, those are Falcons games you can't lose. Granted, the Saints also lost to the to the Falcons, so I don't I, I don't know. Yeah, the Falcons are just an enigma right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck to think about them. I just picking uh, like right now, picking games with them in it are the fucking worst. 
The three um, teams that I, that I hate to pick on a week by week basis is the Chargers, who fucked me again, um, the 49ers, and Cleveland. Because Cleveland is just they don't they don't know what's going on. One week they the won't 49ers? play. 49ers? You mean the Falcons? Oh, fa- fa- sorry, Falcons. Right. Falcons. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know. Why I said 49ers. I yeah. thought they played them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Fal- I was like, I was like, I was like, Forty yeah. Nine is usually a pretty solid pick. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. No, sorry. I mean, Falcons, Chargers, and then the Browns. Those are the three teams that it's like any given Sunday with them. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, like you said about the Saints, man. Um. I I, I don't understand how the Falcons beat them either at all. But shout out to that man, Drew Brees. Um, it is setting records at age forty, having who was it the best percentage in a game in like ever? Yeah, like he, bro. They made Dude, the Colts 96.6 percent. Yeah, like he and literally he, made the the Colts look like they weren't they were never a good team. Yeah, the Saints are Saints are really shaping up, and they just picked up uh, Janoris Jenkins, so the secondary got better. Yep. There it is. I just don't understand how, like, so, but now get this, right? He threw 29 out of 30 passing. He threw four touchdowns and threw for three over 300 yards. And his pass, and, and his passer rating was not perfect. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. What? What is, is it was like 148 something. And like, uh-huh. how does that, right? Like, like, what? I, I got, I got to understand, I, like, I got to see the formula because it, it seems like they just be making this shit up. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Like <laughs> crazy shitting me, but um, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Drew Brees, man. You know he's been. It's crazy to say that he's dead ass forty. Like that's yeah. that's that's od. And you know it brings up a good point because I'm thinking like, yo, I know we we consider Brady and we consider like Peyton the two best quarterbacks of all time, probably one and two. But honestly, Drew Brees makes a case. For Drew Brees one, is Dirk. I've said yeah, this. He, he's I wouldn't even say Dirk. He's more like, you know who who Drew Brees is for me? He's like the 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 he's like the Hakeem Olajuwon of okay. like of these, you know, of these quarterbacks cuz like you put him in a class where with like with with Brady, with with um with Manning, with Marino, like those kind of dudes like but if you look at this man's statistics and like what he's done since he got traded to the Saints in 06, like if from his early career, like nobody ever thought that he would have been, you know, as good as he was, and now and now leading the league, leading the NFL all time in passing yards, completions, and touchdown touchdowns. Like that's crazy. Most five thousand yard passing seasons. Like that's crazy. Not nah, that, bro. You know what I'm saying like he, he, if he had a couple more MVPs, if he had another Super Bowl, you could honestly consider him the goat. Like if somebody said oh, that no, he's a most definitely, he's not going to be appreciated as much till he's gone. Yeah, like, that's a that, that's a fact. Like absolutely, because I mean, like you said, like he has the numbers and he has all that, and yeah. honestly, he can keep playing. Like we've been saying this, Tom Brady needs to retire at the end of the season. Last year. He hasn't looked, and again, we still we could always, you know, never any arguing about him being system quarterback. I don't think Tom's going to retire because I, I honestly think he want he might leave, because I feel like he's the type of person he's gonna be like, I need to prove I could win without Belichick, you know. And if he somehow does it, then there we go. But he's had a considerable drop off, and he hasn't been making those outstanding, those like wow, only Tom Brady can do those plays. 
yeah. for the past two seasons, you know? Yeah. He's looked like a more average quarterback. Well, Drew Brees is out here at 40. You forget he's 40. And he's like, he's not reminding you that he's old, you know? And he's just out here just still doing amazing things. Hey, right. uh, question. When you say uh, those amazing Tom Brady plays, do you mean those uh, five-yard uh, drag routes over the middle? Oh, stop the, uh, it, man! Stop it, bro! Like you, like here, here you go. Like not like we did this last week. I'm not even about to start arguing with you again because you just—it's <laughs> just, it's just nothing but Patriots hate that be coming out your mouth. Crazy, I don't like. just hate the Patriots. I hate a lot of things in life. Yeah, especially Tom Brady. But nah, I, I, I ain't getting into that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's it's so funny because like years ago on first take, like Max Kellerman was talking about how. The thing with Tom Brady is that, like, he's going to be really good, and then he's going to drop off. I think he predicted it at the wrong time because, like, a lot of people were Yeah, he said he predicted it a year too early. Yeah, yeah, honestly, because literally after he predicted that, like, you know, I think that was Brady's MVP season. But after that, he's been, like, he's definitely declined. Like, he's definitely declined. It's been sharp this year in particular. Oh, yeah. Last few years, it's like, it's been super. he's 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 been a solid quarterback. He hasn't been, like. He hasn't been someone you'd be like, wow, this is the GOAT. You know what I mean? Yeah, fact. But then again, it's like he's 43. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't have expected him to be like good right now. Like, he's yeah. like, like nobody has beaten Father Time. Like, nobody. Yeah. And when it go, and when it's all said and done, I can probably guarantee that Drew Brees is statistically will be the best regular season quarterback ever. But at the end of the day, it's like you got to take into account the playoff shit and like all the other shit, even though the, the Saints have gotten fucked in the playoffs the, oh throughout the time. The past like but, five years. Yeah. But honestly, I, I, I just want to, uh, Drew Brees to get one more just so people can be like, yo, you know what? He might be overpaying. Cause honestly, in my opinion, he's better than Peyton Manning. I don't care what nobody says. I think he's, I would take Drew Brees. Ooh, I would say, I would take Drew Brees 10 times over Peyton and y'all could, de- y'all could debate me. Y'all could do whatever y'all want. That but. is tough. Honestly, I'm not mad at it though. No, I, I could see the art. Just like I could see the, like there's what were they talking about today? It was oh on a uh Michael K show, they were they were having a debate between uh Rogers and Breeze. Right. And they were like trying to like some some caller called in and said the the gap between the two of them was substantial. I think he was taking like Rogers over Breeze and he said the gap was substan- substantial. I'm like there, it's honestly between those two, it's like splitting hairs. You could really go either way with with those two, uh, you know. I mean, because right, they they both have one ring. They both literally light up the 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 regular season with yard uh, with yards, touchdowns. I think the thing that that Rodgers really mattering who they're throwing the ball to. Yeah, I think with Rodgers, I think the thing that stands out and he, why I can I why I put him in like. I would put him in like one of the GOAT categories is if you look at his career touchdown to interception ratio, it's like stupidly higher than like the next person's. Yeah. Like he's, and I, like he's yeah, having a down true. year this year and he's only thrown two interceptions and you'd have yeah. never known it. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it, it, it's wow. But like, I, I can't, I, I can't say, point. I can't say one is like substantially better than, and I just, like, there's no wrong like answer. Rogers ex- ex- I feel like he extends plays with his legs a bit better, but I get that. I think he's the best on. Uh, I would say he might be the best, if not the second best, maybe behind Russell Wilson, the best at improv. 
Like, yeah. he's better when the play is broken down and he's scrambling to find somebody, and then he just sidearms it 45 yards down the field and puts it right in the breadbasket. Yeah. Like, no, Rodgers, I, I, like, he definitely is great at, at improvising consistently. Like, he has been, like, and he's gotten better over time. I think now he's starting to, like, I don't want to say he's starting to peak off. That sounds a little crazy, but, like, I don't know. He's I in think, his prime. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but... Ooh, yeah. I don't know if he. I think he's on think the, he's at the back other end. side. Of, yeah, the the yeah. other side of the prime. Yeah, right. Um, like I'm like honestly, like people say it's not it's not close. Like yo, Aaron Rodgers is 36. Like how much better is he really about to get? And you think about it like this. Like yes, all right. Like yo, his his touchdown to interception ratio is ridiculous. The fact that he only threw two interceptions. Like he had a streak going like for a few for a few years that he didn't throw an interception at Lambeau. Like you gotta think that's very that's very oh, yeah. yeah it was like a hundred and like something games or something. It was something ridiculous <laughs> like that. But you also gotta think it's like yo, while he has been considered like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, it's like he hasn't done it for me personally. He hasn't done it for a long enough time. And then I know, and I, y'all about to kill me for what I'm about to say. Like playoffs has to do with it. Like yes, like he's been in the playoffs and like you know he he's won playoff games. He has a, he has a ring, but. When you when you talk about the greatest and you're talking about like yo him versus versus Breeze, and even though they both only have one ring, it's like there's just certain things that have happened in the playoffs that's like, all right, like yo, Rogers, I don't know. Like, the, no, like I, I, you, I I can see think that. Of, think about think about it. Think about when they lost to the Giants uh, a couple of years back. And I, I I and you the way that I be shit on the Giants sometimes people wouldn't even think I'm a Giants fan, but I'm realistic. Like, yo, that's a game that the Packers should not have lost. Think about when they played against Russell Wilson a couple years back and then motherfuckers came back. Like dog, like you can't. He that's that like it's shit like that. That's why that's controllable in Aaron Rodgers. Like yo, you see that the that the Seahawks are on your ass. Like and Russell is a very clutch quarterback. Like you gotta be, you gotta fucking step on the gas. Yeah, I mean, my only defense, I guess, to that would be, I guess, in terms of his playoff success versus Breeze. I don't know who has more wins, but we also don't count. And just I guess in career, Rodgers plays at where he plays at as compared to breeze gets the luxury of playing in a dome. Actually breeze plays in a dome. What? Like 12 times a year, his eight uh, home games. And then, well, yeah, his eight home games. Oh no. Uh, one, nine one, times. In, one, one, one in Atlanta. Atlanta. And yeah, then, at least, and yeah, then, at least and nine, home, at least nine dome games a year. Yeah. And then Rogers is playing eight games at Lambeau. Then has to also play in Soldier Field. He he does get the two dome games in Minnesota and uh, Detroit, but not to say that it's an excuse. Um, but it's just you know one of one of those factors. I mean, yeah, but that's and and I, and I get that. But then you have years, um, you have years from Aaron Rodgers when he's thrown forty plus touchdowns, you know, to six interceptions. So it's like. Yes, you can make that argument, but it got to go both ways. Like, you know, you can't yeah. say, oh, like, oh, he plays, you know, he plays outside. Drew Brees plays inside. That's why his stats are better. And they're not even really that much better, you know. I, I get what you're saying with the playoff thing, but I just feel like the, the Saints have had consistently better teams than the Packers have. Yeah, I mean. Because that's, like, that's like the, we've, we've said it at length this year, too. This is like the first year it feels like in forever that the Green Bay's had a, had a defense, you know. Right, and uh, and and uh, freaking um, a running back. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah, it is. Shout out my son Aaron Jones. Oof. So I feel like that that goes into it too. 
Um, Maz, were you talking about the the Giants one? That was in 2011, right? That was in 2011. Yeah, though, because the one in 07, he didn't play. That was Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks too because this this man does not have. I mean, damn, they let up 37. Sheesh. That's that's why I'm trying. That's why I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. And their playoff records are basically even. Aaron Rodgers is nine and seven, and Drew Brees is eight and seven. And yeah, he didn't. He did not show up in 2014 against the Seahawks, bro. See, that's you got it. These are things that I've been peeping, like you know. And playoffs has so much more to do with the team than it does the quarterback. Good though. That Seahawks team was really good, good. bro. But how much were they were they were they down by? They should not have won that game. And then there was a lot of. So what about? All right, so 2016, the loss to Atlanta, 44 to 21. He threw. Three touchdowns to one interception, 287 yards, had a 91.6 uh, passer rating. What was his what, what was his uh, completion to, intercept, to to attempts? Uh, 60% completion. I mean, you know, that's not, I mean, shoot, I mean, if your defense go let up 40 plus games, you know, that, I mean, 40 plus game, 40 plus points, you know what I'm saying? But the, but the, the Falcons were better than everybody that year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, honestly, they were honestly they were better than the, the the Patriots too. They just lost. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's like, and I hate to say it, but it's like, while in the regular season Tom Brady hasn't been the best, like his play, like in the playoffs, dog, like he's like he's thirty and ten. That's that's that just to put it into perspective for this goat argument. Not that we're arguing the goat, just saying like just speaking on Brady's greatness, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, oh, one, one thing. All right, remember, you guys remember the crazy uh playoff game in Arizona, Packers, uh, Cardinals. Yes, I will say that's the one. That's the one. I I can't give, I can't knock that on on Rogers. Not his fault. Hell no, that's not his fault. Because because he he was the one that made them get to overtime with the crazy hail mary. Right. And then the defense decided to just not cover Larry Fitzgerald on that uh that 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 post route. And then gave up the touchdown in, uh, yeah, yeah, not facts, not facts. That's you, nah, nah, that's that's what I'm saying. But then it's like there's a lot of shit that just go, that is just going wrong that is out of his control. But football, it, it happens like that, you know. Like Rodgers is definitely a clutch quarterback. Like I'm, that's not what I'm debating at all. It's just when it comes to him versus Drew Brees, I don't know. Like to me, it's close as hell. It, yeah, it's like I said, it's like it's like splitting hairs. Like you can, you're not wrong, no matter which side of the argument you go on. Yeah. Um. But it's uh yeah the guy that said it was a drastic I'm like yo you don't watch football obviously because Drew Brees is a problem Rogers is a problem. All right let's let's move on from this. Um, what else we got? Uh, the Browns players. Oh um, yeah, them 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 wanting out. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, yo, just, it's scary. It's scary over there in Cleveland, dog. Yeah, I mean it's just it just feels like regular though. I don't really to me I don't really see any like. It's not a big deal because I feel it's like it's just something that would happen. A team that had expectations that didn't meet expectations and now players are upset. You see it. You literally see it every year. It's not much to do about nothing. I think just because it's honestly a bigger deal only because Odell's there. Yep. Because if it was just Jarvis. Yeah. Like if it's just Jarvis, nobody would really care. Oh well, Freddie Kitchens is gone. It's all right. He never deserved that 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 coaching job. Any he went from QB coach to. To to head coach, you got it. You got to take the coordinator step. This man killed it in the interview. Clearly, (laughs) 
He has pictures. Just like uh, just like Adam Gase did. <laughs> they said that his relationship with um Baker is the reason why they wanted him though. So that and that's and they would have rather him stay than let um you know than let Greg Williams actually coach the team. Which is I, weird because they played so much better when when Greg Williams. Yeah, I sort of gave him an offense coordinator and then jumped to the head coach. Yeah, I, I think that would have made sense. Like. Yeah, Greg Williams probably would have been better for the job. I mean, the behind side is twenty twenty. I mean, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen in the future with the, with the Browns because they're no, they're not trading anybody for Kitchens. I don't think it's going to get fired. I mean, I think we'll we'll wait until after what happens next season or maybe the middle of next season to see what happens because you know those contracts nobody's pick nobody wants to pay Odell that much money. Nobody wants to pay Jarvis that much money. And you know they they have a lot of work the rest around of the team them. is young, man. They have yeah. such a good team right now. Well, they're gonna have to pay. They're gonna they pay Garrett in a little bit, though. They gotta fire Freddie, Doug. They I feel do, like they gotta do it now. I I don't I don't think I don't know if they will. I think they should, because if not, then you're wasting another year of having such a young core, a young talented core, and that's something you don't want to do in the NFL, especially. Especially yes. when you have Nick no, Chubb no, just no, out no, here no, no, no. fucking playing great. Like, you know what I mean? When you have all that shit, like, you don't want to waste a good year on a young running back. You don't want to waste a good year on a young quarterback. So when it comes time to pay them, then you got some real decisions to make on whether you're going to keep them or not. Um, yeah. But then again, it's like, all right, while the Browns had a lot of expectations this year, it's like, what teams did they play that they, like, okay. I'm just trying, I'm just thinking about who they played and the teams they've lost to. Like they lost to they've had a very tough schedule this year. They played the they played the Ravens, they played the 49ers, they played the Patriots, they played the Seahawks, they played the Rams, they played the Titans. You know, they played the Bills, they beat the Bills. And they played this they, they played the Steelers twice. And they played they, well, they played them once, but they played them again this week and then they played the Ravens week 17. No, not week 17. Who they play week 17? Maybe the Bengals. Um, they played the Bengals week 17. Like, as much as as I really want to say, all right, you know, you could fire Freddie Kitchens. How much better what should their record be right now? Because they're what? They're six and something. They're six and eight. Like which like which one of those games really should they have won that they lost to? They're six and eight right now. Are they talent wise? Are they only a game better than the Jets, who have five wins and who's and just about entire team has been on the IR all year. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a fair point. So, so but, that and um, they haven't. Uh, their first loss was against the Mariota Titans. Yes, that's and that's so that's one. Right. Um, JT brought up two. The Broncos in the beginning of November. That's Steelers. two. And then yeah, I think that the Steelers Steelers is with a backup with a backup quarterback. Yeah. But the Steelers think, have been the Steelers have no, just the been Steelers playing. have been playing solid, but still yeah. with the expectations that they have, that's a game that they should win. And the roster, yeah, that's a game that they should win. It shouldn't be easy, but they should win. And even the Cardinals last week. Yeah. That's to me, that's really the main one that they probably should have won. So Every, you can call it three. You could call it three more wins. Three. They should be at they should be at nine wins right now, fighting for uh fighting for the division or fighting for a wild card. Uh I mean, I don't know. I I, I guess maybe hindsight is really like affecting like my opinion on it. But honestly, I I don't know. I think they look the the reason why I think Freddie Kitchens will not get fired is because of the toughness of their schedule this year. Like their team was like the teams they played was really like great. Like they played the 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 NFC West, and then you have to play 
also the Ravens in the division. I mean, they beat the Ravens. So, I mean, there's that, you know, you could take, take that, but that's a game that they weren't supposed to win, to be honest. So it's like y'all saying that, all right, these games, they should have won. All right. The games that they were supposed to lose, they definitely should not have beaten the Ravens. And John, you could, you know, you could vouch for that. Um, you know, playing playing against the AFC East, that's another tough division this year. I mean, the Bills are really the Bills are have a very solid defense, and then the Patriots are obviously the Patriots. You know, I'm not going. You know, I mean, they got lucky with Darnold being out. I mean, they didn't look good in that game on that Monday oh, definitely night. Definitely not. Absolutely they looked not. awful. Like I think I don't know if the Jets would have won if Darnold was there, but the Browns didn't look good at all, and they were going up against a third string quarterback once Trevor Simeon went down. And I mean, that was not a good twenty three to three win. Which no, is not hard at all. No. Yeah. And then you beat a team by 20 points and you go, that, that's not, you know, it should have been more. You talk about a bad loss. So I'm just really like, I'm just harping on what John said about the Titans. Titans started off the season two and four and their one win outside of the, outside of Cleveland was to Atlanta. Right. It was garbage. And then I think, then that, I think that's when they made the switch. Was that when they made the switch to Tannehill in week seven? Uh, it was week seven that they made the, that they made the switch. The switch, right? Yeah. So they and they were getting. They've only really they only really had like one close game. They were getting aired. Yeah. Sixteen blanked against Denver. Tough game against Buffalo. Blown by Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't know. I, and the, the when they lost to the Broncos, the Broncos only had two wins. Yeah, like. I definitely see that like there's definitely some games that they should that they should have won. Mind you, the Broncos is a team that plays everybody tough. So, you know, fuck out of here, bro. No. They had two wins, bro. I mean, yeah, they they had two wins, bro. But then again, you also got to think they lost to the to the Bears off some bullshit. So that's a game they should have won. But that's here nor there. I'm not getting into semantics with it. I'm just saying the Browns for as bad as they are, they that's why Kitchens is gonna keep his job. Like I can almost guarantee that Kitchens will not get fired at the end of the season. All right. That's what that's just why that's personal. That's my personal opinion. You know, I could be wrong. Guess we'll see. Black Monday is coming soon, gentlemen. So, yeah, it is. I mean, hey, I if there's one knock against um, the Browns GM uh, Dorsey, I think Dorsey is probably I think arguably one of the best GMs in terms of talent acquisition. Um, it but in terms of like building a coaching staff, he's not very good. He just hasn't been able to figure out how to bring his ability to bring good talent to the Browns to and, find the right coach to fit. Yeah, because you look at the guys, the talent he's brought in over the past, like even just decade or however long he's been with the team. There's been some really talented players on this team. It just doesn't pan out because yeah, of the coach, new quarterback, and a new coach every year. That's yep. a fact. I think it, that that goes into it. Like when it comes to. Like you, you either go one or two ways with the GM. It's you're either building around the coach you have, or you're finding a coach to fit this the the players you have. Right. And it seems like he has the players, and he just can't figure it out with the coach. Yeah, I mean that's not you know that's not a bad take on it either. Um, what was I about to say? Um, damn, I think. Well, going back to what I was saying about Black Monday, um, I th- I don't even think Black Monday is gonna be that bad this year. I think maybe two coaches will get fired, maybe two. Like that's at max, two coaches will get fired. Um, I think the giant, the Giants. I think I think Pat Shermer's gone. Like he has, like he has to go at this point. I mean, yeah, we won, but yeah, shout out Eli. Um, uh, Dark Horse Dan Quinn. Ooh, okay. 
But you know what? That you could argue that, but they beat the Saints and the 49ers. It doesn't matter. I think yeah, they, I I, it might be one of those like, because it, it might be the same with like the Panthers with them getting rid of Vera, just a change of, we just need it. We just need to change it up. I feel like what will happen is they'll probably keep them for next year. And if anything, like they might, if anything, they might fire him at the end of the season, like I, in the middle of the season. I think he gets season. fired mid season next year. Yeah, that's what, that's kind of what losing. I think. How much longer does uh, uh, Ryan have on his contract? Uh, oof, damn, he signed it. Did he sign it the year after the MVP season, or the year, or the the like the the summer after the MVP season, or before? Let's see, because well, if he signed it the summer after, that would be twenty seventeen. I think it's a five or six year deal, so I think he has three more years. Hmm. So I think I thought I would have thought if it's like closer. To ending, they would fire him along with uh, Ryan possibly retiring because he'd be, what, 35, 36? At the end of the contract or something like that? He will be a free agent in 2024. Okay, yeah. So oh, my paid. gosh. Oh, yeah. he's yeah, uh, Matt, Matt Ryan paid for a little bit. <laughs> that's that's their right, guy. Yeah. So, Dan, yeah, yeah, Dan Quinn, I think, could be a dark horse to be gone at the end of the year. Adam Gase, unfortunately, is coming back. Nobody, nobody else in the... Nobody in the AFC North. I don't honestly. I don't know if they move on from Zach Taylor. Zach, Zach Tyler, I think his name is. Yeah, no, they're the not Bengals. gonna. They're not yet. They're gonna. They're gonna draft the quarterback first, and then see what. Yes. Happens. Yes. They're gonna focus with my son Joe Burrow real quick. Um, and see what the vibes <laughs> is. All right, I'm full with you. <laughs> um, Anthony Leland probably another one that I could see getting fired. I hope he doesn't, but just because the Chargers have gotten so bad, um, but I can see them drafting the quarterback. I think it's that time for them. Yeah, and like we said before, Philip Rivers may leave. Yeah, about to say, man. Or like, they just don't resign him because they may draft quarterback. That's that's a fact. You know, they got my son Tyron on the bench for real. But you know, guess we'll see what happens, man. They might it might be like a Daniel Jones situation. Like they might draft like their future in the draft, and you know, see what happens from that. But the thing is that I think Phillips a free agent at the end of this season. I mean, yeah, but so that's the same thing with, with, with Eli. That's what I'm saying. It, it could be a Daniel Jones situation because he was a free agent and we gave him another year. Oh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought he was just a free agent. Yeah, like nah. this. Yeah, it is. So, hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, last thing, I guess it works out that we uh, recorded on Tuesday instead. Right. Uh, we could talk just um, – there's not a whole lot to talk about it, but – uh. How the Ravens have, I'm, I'm just going to say the Pro Bowl rosters, but how the Ravens have, what, 11 people? 12. 12. Yeah. See, John knew it was 12. He just wanted, yeah, he just wanted yeah, us to say, to say it. John, John, John knew exactly. John knows everything that happens you know, with the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's what, not what the, what, what the hell, man? That's that's the luxury of having of having a, um being a fan of a good team. Like, you know, it just sometimes gets to rock, rock out like that. Can we can we talk about uh, the fact, My shout out my guy, uh, Jamal Adams. You already know. Oh, no, he's definitely uh, deserving. Most votes at the uh, position. Let's get this money. Uh, definitely deserving, man. Tom Brady not uh, not voted to the Pro Bowl. If the uh, if the Ravens make the uh, Super Bowl, he may be in it. Yeah, he might. Yeah, I mean, that'd I be cool. I, 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 I don't really want to see Brady in the, in the Yeah, Pro me Bowl, either. But... He shouldn't be. He's not even the fourth best quarterback. Hey, shout out, shout out my son Marlon Humphrey, though. Like, honestly, yeah, like, bro, like, I've been yeah. saying it, man. He's a he's a real deal. That's why, that's why, um, I if Marcus Peters is willing to, you know, figure something out and doesn't just go like chase the bag, which he can by all means do that, and I'm happy for him. But, um, he's 
the way the secondary is set up is that you have Marlon. He's usually guarding the number one receiver. Yeah. So Marcus gets to do Marcus things and still guard the number two option and then just be out here and get fucking picks. Like, they're just not throwing Marlon's way. Hey, you want to know a fun tidbit before we get into the picks? There are two teams that have no pro bowlers. Do you know which two teams there are? Yes. One is is the Giants. And then then the the Dolphins. Giants and the Dolphins? Really? Yep. Yep. Who made the Pro Bowl for the 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 um the Bengals? Joe Gino Mason? A- no, Geno Atkins. Oh, Geno Atkins. Okay. Yep. Damn. So you just had to you just had to throw that out there. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was a fun trivia thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to know what's another fun trivia thing? Okay. How much? Uh, how Lamar Jackson has better numbers than entire teams? Uh, can we go to picks? All right. All right wait. No. no. All right. I, no, have, no. I have a. Tri- I have a trivia thing too, though. Hold on. Oh boy, <laughs> what have I started? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's actually pretty dope. So of the three um, quarterbacks, whoa, yo, sorry, I'm in the the computer lab, and all of the the computers just like went went on, and that was just very funny. Y2K. Yeah, that, that sounds terrifying. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> bro. Like that shit was like mad weird. Like all of the shit just lit up. All right, whatever, it's fine. Um, so. The three quarterbacks in each uh, conference that got nominated. So in the AFC would be Mahomes, LJ, and Deshaun, mm-hmm. I believe. And then in the NFC, it would be Breeze, Rodgers, and Russ. Um, of the of those three quarterbacks in each conference in the AFC, the quarterbacks are making less than ten million dollars. And in the in the in the NFC, the three quarterbacks are making about. A hundred million. So because the AFCs are selling their rookie deals. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that's why it's like it's it's like I, I saw it on Bleach Report. They were saying a, a tale of two of of two uh store of um tales who whatever you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know, tale two conferences. Yeah, yeah exactly. um, tale two conferences. Right. This this um, also has to be the first time that all quarterbacks on one conference are black. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fire. That's Damn, tough. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Wow. Black I thought that's what you were going to say, and then I realized. That's what I thought he was going to say, too. And then he NFC. went to the NFC, and I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know Breeze is for the culture, but I don't know. Got you. Um, Last thing, and then we can go into picks, man. Yo, Josh Gordon, I hope you're good, bro. Like, Bro, he yeah. needs real help. Like, he real, real help. Like, they, like, at, like, you know, at this point, I don't even want to see this nigga in the NFL no more. I just want this nigga nah. to get right. Like, I just yeah. want this nigga to get good. Whatever help that he needs, like. At this point, when you talk like, about like this man is not a pothead, this man is a drug addict. Yeah, like G shit. And I hate to put it like that, but like, yo, it's like this man has gotten chance after chance after chance. And at this point, it's just like, dog, just get good. You like, can't help people who don't want to help themselves, man. But I think it I think that might be I think he might, you know, he goes to the rehab and he might think he's he's good and he's good for a while, and then just something happens with like where he relapses and, and that's why he's just, gotta get real help. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. And that's that's that at the end of the day. Yeah. But um, yeah, with all that said, hopefully you get hope you get valuable. We could uh go into these picks and shit. Uh, all right, let's get into my picks that I'm gonna mess up this week too. Yeah, yeah let's do picks. Uh, yeah, and uh picks was kinda like I mean, I didn't have a bad week, I didn't have a great week. I mean shit, it's it's hard to keep up when John wanna just go thirteen and three. But uh, back to it. Again, you know, John was 13 and 3 this week. He led the way. I was 11 and 5, and Justin was 10 and 6. <clears throat> Trash. Um, 
And mm-hmm. so far, what we got is John is uh, leading 149 and 74. Uh, I'm right after that, 146 and 71. And Justin is 145 and 72. Okay, guys. So Colorism. For the first game in the Saturday night lineup, no more Thursday night football, gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I, lo- I, I, I love Thursday night football because I'd be at work, you know, doing my thing. But it is what it is. So we got Houston at Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't even. Hey, I know this is a game that's like, oh, do I have to pick one? Um, Houston. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Texans because the Dolphins don't. Like, I don't know. I said Dolphins. Wow, I'm smacked. Um, I'm say I, I know what you. I know because what you who's mean. even the Buccaneers running back? Um, shit, Ronald Jones is paying Barber. Not nobody relevant. But. Exactly. So usually my thing is about um. The, the the Texans line ability, but they beat the Titans. They should, you know, get some momentum from that. Well, kind of like John and the Ravens. I'm going. I'm I'm going. Uh, You're going Jameis every week. I'm going Jameis every week, baby. <laughs> That's it. Let's go. I, I got. I'm, I'm with Tampa Bay on this. All right. All right. Ooh, I, damn! They got. They picked some good games for the for this joint. Not gonna lie. Uh, Bills at Patriots. Pats. I mean, sorry, sorry. Bills. Why did I just say Pats? I've been saying all year that the healthy Josh Allen, Bills be the Patriots. I think the Bills have grown up a lot since the first time in um that that yeah. the Patriots. The first time they almost beat them until Josh yeah. Allen got hurt. Yep. Um. So health permitting, give me the Bills. Patriots. Because they're in Foxborough. Yep. Mm. Fuck them. I'm not mad at it, but I just think the. Bills are a better team. You know the f- the funny thing is that the Bills really could win the division, which would be hilarious yeah. if they do. I mean, I don't think yeah. it's 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 so unlikely to happen, but it could honestly it, it could happen. Um, Rams and 49ers. Same. Give me Rams. Yeah. Okay. All right, Justin. Oof. Bold. Yeah. It is bold move, Cotton. I'm getting. I'm getting desperate. Yeah, I feel you. It's, it, it, that time is that time is coming, bro. Because listen. we only got after after this, we got one, one more week of picks, and then that's it. Yo, listen. Oh, we didn't we didn't um come to a conclusion on what what the thing should be. The, the loser has to do because no, yeah, y'all aren't responding to us for the people who apparently are listening and gave us ideas. Maybe they just don't like seeing us lose. Mm, huh? Shit, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. All right, whatever. Um, oh yes, oh y'all, I'm going to this game. So wish me luck. Still is it Jets? Jets. Oh, wow. Um, give me I like Pittsburgh. The yeah. Duck dodges. Ducks looked really bad. Nah, <laughs> like, Duck did look really bad. bad. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, but the Bills defense is like that though. I mean, it's a rookie. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. It is, but Duck looked really bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. That's a mulligan, you know. He's gonna he's a rookie quarterback. He's gonna have a bad game. So, um, Jets are at home. Jets are at home. They have MetLife. JT did read off all those defensive stats, man. Oh, I'm not hearing that. <laughs> look at look at John falling into the trap. But that is the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got I got a little cushion of a lead. Give me the Jets. That's all right, crazy. I ain't, mad, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at. It. Um, Saints at Titans. 
Oh, Saints. I'm gonna be, Saints. I'm gonna be bold as shit. Give me the Titans at home. Oh, this week gonna be crazy. We already <laughs> picked different. We already picked different in all five of the games so far. So it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is gonna be an ugly one. This, oh shit! Panthers at Colts. Colts. Yeah, give me Colts. That's. Uh, 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 all right, I need to play one safe. So all right, whatever. I'll just go. Yeah, because they're gonna start their third stringer. They're oh, gonna start. Panthers, uh, oh, well, Greer. Yeah, they're they start are. Greer out of West Virginia. Yeah. Damn, I'm gonna miss this game too. Oh, that sucks. All right, well, whatever. That's fine. Um. Oh yeah, this is another. This this is my game of the week, y'all. Y'all ready? All right, Bengals and Dolphins. Tankathon. <laughs> it's the Tankathon. It's like, do I have to pick one? Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins actually see as bad as their record is, they don't play terribly, or at least they haven't played terribly over the past like few weeks. Yeah, no, nah, definitely not. I mean, they they've been competitive at least with they play uh, hard with, with Fitzpatrick. I think um, you know, I think Brian they they like Brian Flores. Honestly, Good. I so. don't want him to go. I feel like I, I was talking to the dude uh, at Poly too. I was like, yeah, I feel like they set him up. Yeah, that's a fact, man. I can't have another black coach get fired, man. It's a it's it's a tough world out here. Yeah, but um, hey, since they beat the Jets, you know, I'm turning around somewhat. Yeah, facts. All right. Now this is gonna be the week that the Browns decide to play. And mark my words. And uh they're playing the they're playing the Ravens, and I'm still picking the Ravens, but this is gonna be one that's like I don't know. I I, I can I can honestly see the Browns actually being competitive because they're at home. So, but give me the Ravens anyway. Nail in the coffin for the Browns. Yeah, the Lamar show rolls on. Yeah, it is. The Ravens are out there to clinch that one seed. Facts. Um, Jags at Falcons. Oh my God. Do I have to? Falcons. <laughs> yeah, but give me the Falcons. Yeah, I guess give me the Falcons. Well, watch. This is the game that they're gonna lose. Watch. This is like I can honestly see it. Like I, I'm, I'm playing it in my head right now. I can see Gardner Minshew just. Ah oh, man. I know. After I, after I didn't um pick them last week. Yeah. Right. Giants at Redskins. Redskins. I ain't mad at it. To be honest, Redskins been playing a lot better in recent yeah. years. In, and they mm-hmm. they've been playing they've been playing everybody tough like honestly like they almost beat the Packers they almost beat um what's it called it they almost beat um fuck his name uh the Eagles mm-hmm. and they be, and they actually beat uh whoever it was the other week so there it is they got blown out by the Jets yay I'm gonna go Giants all right uh yeah I'm gonna go with the Redskins on this um you got the Lions at um. Lions at the Broncos. I'll take the Broncos. Matt Stafford is on IR now, so Drew Lock season, baby. Yeah, give me the Broncos. Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers. Ugh. Raiders, some bums, man. How you lose in the last game? Oh my! Oh season? my God! They they suck, bro. Like, ugh. Yeah, Derek Carr might be out of there, but it's crazy because he got paid. Like, I don't know. I, I want to see them succeed, but it's just this is a game that I feel like we all just feel like the the Chargers should win, and I feel like every time we feel the Chargers should win, they fucking lose. Yeah, that's a fact, and that, it, it, I don't know when to pick them and when not to pick them. The Raiders are another team that I don't like to pick because they just I, I don't know they got shut out in the second half by by Jacksonville. You shit shit me crazy. Yeah, I'm going to Chargers. Give me the Raiders. I ain't mad. Justin, who you got? Chargers? Yeah. Got you. Um, Cardinals at Seahawks. Give me Seattle. 
Yeah. Same. Yep. Dum, 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 dum. Cowboys at Eagles. Eagles. The Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Psych, I'm going with them boys. This is oh. so difficult because yeah. the Eagles still don't have a secondary, and Amari's Amari, and they just dropped 44 on a good secondary. I'm about to say Amari has had like bad weeks in the past like few weeks. I feel like this this has to be his bounce back game. Like if he doesn't bounce back after this, then this season <sighs> done. My mind's telling me to go with the boys, but my heart's telling me to go with the Eagles. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with my heart on this one. Hey, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Uh, I got a question real quick. John, are you aware that the Ravens do an Eagle-style chant? I'm not. Because I heard that a lot on the broadcast uh, uh, on, on the, during the Jets game. How's it go? Same as the Eagles, just with the Ravens. R-A-V-E-N-S Ravens. Yeah, and I didn't... I didn't. Maybe it's new because I've never heard that. Yeah, I didn't know they did that either. I couldn't decipher it. And I just, wait, what are they saying? I ran the TV back and I was Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember you tweeted at me about that. I mean, yeah. the jet, the Jets kind of do a similar one. I mean, it's just they just say Jets, Jets, Jets at the end rather than saying Eagles or Ravens. Yeah, I've just never heard the Ravens do it. I whenever I think of Ravens chants, I just think of them doing the Seven Nation Army. That's what I mean. Giants. Oh, that's not a gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't it. That ain't it. Um, yeah, I just think Seven Nation Army and this season, um, every time they score a touchdown, they flash the lights in the stadium. So whenever I would watch the streams, I thought something was wrong with my stream. Uh, they swear they're a college team. Crazy. Oh, <laughs> they swear they're an SEC team. <laughs> a legit home field advantage. Did you see the big giant 50-foot Raven? Oh, that, that augmented hologram? reality shit they were yeah. doing? Terrifying. That is so scary. Terrifying. It's like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> dragon ass raven. It was with the um, dragons that uh RR Martin uh used in uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Um Sunday night football, Chiefs at Bears. Chiefs. Kansas City. Chiefs. Alright. That was Chiefs easy. are looking um, good again, man. It is. Yo, Mahomes was wilding in the snow the other night. And my son Kelsey was going crazy. I can't wait to see him uh play play this Sunday, man. And then uh we got Packers at the Vikings, Monday night football. Huh, I don't want to do it, but give me Minnesota, man. I hate oh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna re, I'm gonna regret picking Kirk Cousins at Sunday night football. I'm gonna complain next month. I'm like, I'm why did I do it? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna do I'm gonna, the lights like, are bright. I'm about to say, why did I choose him in prime time? Like, oh Monday you know night. what? But they play well at home. They play really well at home. They do play well at home, but um still think give me the Packers. Yeah, go pack go. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Oh yeah, this this I said it's two weeks ago, but oh yo, all the lights in the in the computer lab just yo, did y'all hear that? Yes, the computer turning on, all of them. Yes, at the same time. At the same damn time, Maza, I'm scared for you right now, bro. Like y'all, like yo, all right, that was just crit. Yo, I'm. That He's was gonna be all right. right. Ghosts don't yeah. like black people. Have you seen horror movies? <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's normally because there's multiple people in there, and it's normally like there's a bunch of white people. But since it's just you, they're not gonna bother you. Just you. They only they only mess with the black person at the beginning, just to mess with all the white people. Just okay, that's the name of this episode. What? Ghosts only black people. Wow. Um. Okay. I'm seeing ghosts. I'm seeing ghosts out there. 
Yeah, Sam, on my Sam Darnold shit. Sam Darnold um, shit. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, but yeah, we picked different in nine games this week. That that might be a record. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with the picks and shit next week. And wish me luck in fantasy, guys, because I'm playing for third place in two leagues, and I'm playing for the big money league for first place. So we'll see what happens, y'all. Man, Justin doesn't make it to the fantasy uh uh championship, so he can't relate. Yeah, uh, racism strikes again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's my that's my answer to everything that's that ha- happens negatively in in my life just mm-hmm. i stubbed my toe oh, racism <laughs> that's the most jt thing ever <laughs> god damn ra- ah racism yeah, yeah. i, I right. stretch too hard in the morning get a cramp oh son of a bitch racism race <laughs> strikes again <laughs> The South will rise again. Stop you from eating bananas. I don't. I don't eat bananas because um. Oh well, I don't eat it because I don't like bananas. I think they're gross. Okay, let's just take a moment that you may have lagged, but all I heard is I don't eat bananas not because I'm a hobo. (laughs) I I eat bananas because they're gross. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm I'm a hobo that has a particular taste. I don't like taste bananas. Can that, right. be, that should be the opening. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. All uh, right. So that's it for the picks, right? Yep. It's time for ABC. Easiest one, two, three. Awesome. Um, yeah. Easiest uh... double D. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shion. <laughs> Oh man, um, yes. Oh, where where is she on, bro? She, nah, she don't got double D's, bro. She got some F's. Throw <laughs> out here with the triple <laughs> with the triple G's. But but honestly, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that she was referred to as tits in one of the episodes? <laughs> that was so that was wild. That was wild, disrespectful. <laughs> I was, oh, was that, bro. I was fucking crying, bro, because I was not expecting that. Like it just kind of it just kind of happened. Oh but, man, yeah. all right. Yes, guys, we are on ABC Anime Book Club for this week. Um, if you guys are following along, last week we did um episode sixteen through eighteen of um that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, yeah, Tits McGee over here, love it. But um, spoilers ahead. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, if you guys haven't watched the show, um, watch it. Like we we can't talk enough about how good the show is. Nah, it's um, OD. Nah, it's OD, bro. Uh, if you guys are on the fence, I do say. Uh, I do say. I do say. Um, anyway. And if I do say, it's a cup of brown, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just had. I, I just had to sneak the fab lyric in there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, if you guys are on the fence, um, definitely listen to us talk about it and see if it's for you. Uh, there will be some spoilers, obviously, but um, I think I think we we're making it sound pretty entertaining to you guys. Um, but yeah, let's let's get right into it. So um, facts. So first off, you got episode. Sorry, I mean to cut you off, John. I'm, no, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, no, nah, I really just like like these episodes. So, uh, first you got episode sixteen, I guess, and this is kind of when um, yo, people always pulling up in my son Rimru's town, and he just be like, bro, like, come on now, son. So. <laughs> We see we see Vesta return and he kind of like on some shit. He was like, all right, you know, 
I'm not like they basically was was like was I don't, I forgot the name of the dudes that 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 brought him. The, uh, oh, the it was dude, the I Dwarven guess. King? Yeah, the Dwarven King. Right, exactly. The dudes that they made the alliance with. And basically, there was like they brought Vesta to like learn shit within um Rimuru's town. And there was like you know Rimuru is mad forgiving and shit. So it's like yeah, all right, whatever. Pull up, you can be a researcher, dude. This is Kajin. This, 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 Kajin uh, held it down again and was like, yo, I, I I'll take responsibility if anything happens. Yeah, that's a fact. Be, they they be, they if they make shit seem so easy, like in, in the this, best parts of humanity, because they're yeah, not right, petty. Right. Yeah, they're not. That's what I'm saying. And it's like it, it's cool. And then you know we see Gabru and his sister pull up, and then you know it, it was whatever. They you see yeah, they son, boy Gabru. Yeah, in fact, my son, my, son, my son leveled up. Yo, that was fire when they went. My son accidentally <laughs> named him, bro. That shit was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it was it was relieving to see that uh, he didn't he didn't like melt after he named all of the all of the people and like all of the um all of the um the, the, the lizard men. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then my son Gabru leveled up into a dragon newt. That that did just sound fire. Like they just be making up names, whatever. But I, I <laughs> fuck with that. I fuck with that. And then um, I was confused though, because how come the the lizard? Because his sister transformed into almost like a human. No, they right? all leveled up to the dragon newt. So I guess some of them turned humanoid. And then just yeah. Gabru and his boys are just kind of. I'm about like, to say Gabru is still looking like a lizard guy. I wouldn't want to see Gabru as a human though. I feel like yeah. if, I, if if for him, it's to not be as a funny. Newt, yeah, like he, like he, he, and he, he's still trash. Like he still, still could get be getting washed. Exactly. Um, so then, and then we he get just got um, wings. They all just facts. got wings. <laughs> yeah, facts. It's chills. I fuck with it though. And then um, we get introduced to one of the demon lords, uh, Milim. I think is her name. Yeah. And yeah, bro, she pull up on some strong shit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. Like she's like, but but it's so funny how like anime villains are like. So like sometimes they just be having no reason to fight. They just be like, "Yo, honestly, I'm a demon lord. The best part about being a demon lord is to challenge other people to see how strong they are." And she, and then Rimuru is just like, "Uh, bro, right, she let me see." I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, she's giving major Majin Buu vibes. Yo, OD, Fat bro. Boo. Yeah, like all right, like yo, can I guess? Like yo, I'm just trying to get some food. She, my son Rimuru manipulated her with some honey and was like, "Here, here you go. Like this is." You know, like if you want, like I can give you more of this if you stop terrorizing my people. After she basically um, was fighting um, Ranga and um, the the Kajin, yeah, the right, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And um, basically, she was like, "All right, you know what? I Kajin? want this honey, Kajins." What? I guess. Yeah, I'm like his name is Kajin, so I know he wasn't fighting Kajin, but whatever yeah. the, the the ogres are now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, she she worked them like it was light. She went, you know what? If this was another demon lord, you might have actually hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm built different. Bro, I think the funniest shit was when she first appeared. My son Rimuru went, yep, flat as a board. He went, yeah, that's not a battle that I could win. <laughs> I was just confused because like when she first appeared on screen back at the crib with all the other demon lords. Yo, this bitch's panties were just falling off. I don't know if any you probably didn't because I'm just a terrible flat. person. Wow. It's she's flat. Um, but wow. like, yo, she need to get some underwear that fits. Like, I'm just like, yo, the all the butt cheeks is out right now. Like, I know this not comfortable. Like, come on. Like the cross breeze just growing up there. Nah, come on. How are you fighting in just your underwear? That's just like and then you have a have a whole like like training shirt on, on top. Armor, Don't even make armor, any sense. upper body armor. Typical female character. She makes no sense. <laughs> Uh, it's hard not to have the male gaze in this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it was that funny. 
when they're sitting when her and uh Rimuru are sitting down and mm-hmm. she's just like I just really be doing this stuff because I be bored sometimes. Like, yo, she's like, <laughs> like, oh, she do this because you're bored, and he's like, what? No, and he's like, yeah, she's definitely yeah, doing you this because do. she's bored. You don't got nothing else going on, do you? What do you like to do for fun? Uh, uh challenge other, challenge, <laughs> yeah. challenge other, other demon lords. Basically, she was like, yo, I do mad work. He's like, I'm busy as hell. She's like, you're doing something that's more fun than being a demon lord. I'm gonna, die. I'm gonna live in this town now. Yeah, basically, but that's a that's a powerful ally to have because I based on the intro, I, I thought they was really just gonna go, gonna mix the entire time, but it's we'll probably see. better. I yeah. don't know because I think because based on the intro, like you said, they be it looked like they be they they going at it at it, and I feel like she got all some ulterior motives going on. I think uh, no. I, I, yeah, John, <laughs> I was really about to say the same thing. She looks like that that person in the in the anime that is just mad strong but don't think. But then yeah. again. That character can be easily manipulated, like Majin Buu. Yeah. Also, um, I just think it was funny how before she came, like Rumor was like, "Yo, everything's like mad quiet," and it was like, "Now what could possibly go wrong?" There it and is. And then I was like, "Yo, some wild ass magic is coming here way too fast." Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Also, in this episode, um, you're getting to see a bit on what was going on with Yelv and the Orc Lords and kind of even more so how powerful the uh, Demon Lords are. So we're introduced uh, in that meeting before she gets there. We see some more of the Demon Lords. So there's we, we heard about Clayman from the last episode. But there's also Carrion and Frey. And um, we find out that the only reason that Geld was sent out there and the whole Orc disaster happened was because the Demon Lords were bored. <laughs> they was just trying that's what i'm saying it's like yo they're just trying to entertain themselves which is wild this is this is why like and i i hate to bring other animes into it but like that and that's like my one major like flaw when it comes to anime ca- villains is that like a lot of times they're just evil just to be evil and it's like all right like you really just serve no purpose like there's no backstory to you there's no like and i mean there's we don't really know anything yet about why that what what their motive is like whether there's world domination and trying to do whatever whatever corny shit but yo i just always think about like pain from naruto mm-hmm. and just, like his whole concept of like why he was a was, was evil is just like yo that's like some it's some real shit it's some thanos shit basically as well it's kind of what i'm trying to get at i get that so i don't know but um going into the next episode Wait, 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 wait. We missed a very vital aspect. We missed a what very missed? vital aspect. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. At the end of the episode, yeah, these bitches out here trying to do a breath holding contest underneath the water. In the baths. Oh, my God. In the baths. You crazy. You crazy. This fucking guy. This man. This it, it, girl, Shion, man. <laughs> Dog. It's like, yo, that's crazy. The rule 34 on her has got to be ridiculous. Um... <laughs> um that's all, though. You know, I thought you were going to bring up something actually important. That um, was? Wait, that, that was important. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, about how they first mentioned what the, the cons of Milam coming to live there and being allies. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. The, the group is talking to them. They also definitely all put it on rumor, which I thought was funny. I'm pretty sure this happened in that episode. Um, and they were like, hey, you know, Demon Lords like to make sure everyone has around equal amount of power. And with the way our town is going now that Melum's taking favor things might be a little thing some things might be happening and they were like basically um we're gonna leave this all up to you so good luck um thank you and please take care of it but um a little foreshadowing there just on uh what the the demon lords are like and 
this idea that they have where it's like, all right, you don't want one to have too much domain or too much power for allies. You know, this is literally like one giant game for them. Yeah, they some weirdos, bro. Yeah. All right. Now, episode 17. Hey, hey, real quick question. Doesn't the I fuck, I forgot his name. The main, I guess, demon lord or the one that's like kind of been was more prominent, like the white skin dude. Doesn't he kind of remind you of uh what's his face from ReZero? Oh. Uh, uh the the um the 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 ruler of the mansion. Oh, um Roswell? Roswell. I don't know nah. why. I don't know why. Yo, you just out here just because they the same color? I think, yes. I am an animeist. I am an animeist. You know, you're an animist and you're a slimist. Um, but honestly, God, damn you're, right. You're, you know, you know, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking that more so the mansion reminds me more so of ReZero than the actual, like, pre, the, the people do. Like, I don't know what it, but I, it definitely gives me, the mansion definitely gives me ReZero vibes, if that makes sense. Okay. Got like secrets and stuff in it. His mansion? Yeah. Talking about uh like Clayman's? Yeah, I think so. Alright. Wait, was Clayman the demon lord that who was uh that was talking with um uh Rimuru's like you know soulmate who ended up no you know, passing on? No, that's, okay. That's Leon. Leon, okay. Got you it. find more about that later. Yes. Alright. So episode 17. Um, we definitely get some more characters introduced and some characters uh, that we see come back. So it starts with um, this this group called the Biscuiteers, who are um, who serve another one of the Demon Lords. Uh, well, wait, wait, hold up, Mister Point Park. I did. Yeah, at the beginning of the episode, right? The okay. uh, they figure out that Vesta finally figures out how to make uh, ah, yes, the yes, magic yes. potions just as good uh, as Rimuru, and mm-hmm. now they have a plan to sell it with uh you know to, set to, up a, to, to sell yeah set up set up trade so that they can bring some you know they're money gonna produce the, the potions in uh that they're that are normally sold in the uh the dwarven kingdom so they're gonna try and make a deal that they'll produce all the potions and all the dwarven kingdom as they do is um require the ingredients you scratch my back i scratch yours yeah and uh <laughs> yo my son rumor is really out here building an infrastructure out here setting relations and all this shit this man should What's be that? the ruler of the free world. Uh, <laughs> yo, facts. Yeah, like, honestly, I wouldn't mind being be, being ruled by a slime if Rimuru was in charge, bro. Yeah, if Rimuru was that slime, for sure. Because my son is doing the things, and again, like we mentioned last week, the Gant brought it up, like, having a main character that's not a child, like, shout out to him. Yeah, but you know what? I think it only works in this setting. It only works in the setting of like everybody kind of submits to him, even though he doesn't force them because to. Because he's that powerful. Yeah. And he's fair. They're like, he's that powerful that he could just kill us all and rule us with force if he wanted to. But he's not. So we appreciate it and we're listening to him. And everybody just lives in peace and harmony. The orcs, the goblins. The, well, now the, the lizard men and fucking, um, what's it called? The dragon Bruce. roots. Yeah, he's a, he's an alliance with the whole freaking forest, man. Yeah, he's um he's dope. Yes, so you did. So I did forget that that was right at the beginning of the episode. So Vest is out here being proving his worth already. My son grew his hair out a little bit. He's a whole new man. Mm-hmm. Um, Talking about that drip. Yeah, and then then so then uh, the Beastketeers come. Um, <laughs> they're out here and they tried to be like, "Hey, we run this shit now." 
Um, and Rigard was like, uh, I don't think this is how this works. And my son really turned Rigard into Two Face. No. Oh. And then and then Millen pulled up. He was like, "Excuse me, now you ain't gonna do this to my bestie's friend." No, 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 no. This is not how we're happening. This is not what's going on. And she pulled up with the static, with the force of ten thousand prepubescent teens that have demon powers, and <laughs> smacked the holy fire out of my man's. Yeah, put him in his place real quick. <laughs> Rumoru comes through. Didn't I tell you not to cause any trouble? <laughs> no, she was, she was like, <laughs> she definitely wants me to praise her right now. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't I do good? Look, he was bothering him, and I made him, uh, you know, I made him go away. And this man's <laughs> idea of a punishment said, "Yo, you going without lunch today?" Please. She was so hurt, though. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was hurt. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Just like from that scene. Um, and then just every time that like she would just like show her aura in the meeting room <laughs> every time he said something. But um so yeah, basically uh Rumor heals everyone and it's just like, all right, I'll talk to you. Like we can have a discussion, but don't do that shit. But um yeah, so basically he's like, Oh yeah, carry on sent us over to try and create uh, whoever the powerful Majin are here and just like have them serve him. He's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And we're already like kind of associated with Millum anyway. Um, so from there, we start, we find out that, um, well, from there, that's how uh, Rumoru learns about the other demon lords and stuff like that. And uh, gets all the information that uh, he can from her about them. So we find out about the other ones, what they have under control, that they're supposed to not really involve themselves in what the other ones are involving, but they still do need to keep the power even. So, um, a little curious on what's happening there and what could happen but we got a good idea of those relationships and also like the strengths of the other ones so they're all pretty even in strength and they're just kind of the most powerful beings so we get reintroduction of some characters yes um we get the original three adventurers i forgot their names but the ones who were grouped up with um shizu when they find out so basically the guild master of their town i forgot the name he was like Yo, we gotta figure out what's going on with the slime. Like he's getting too powerful, so I'm gonna go see it with Mom and Ice. And um, on their way to the town, they run into a group of kind of like scouts that were hired by another neighboring country that's really like big into trade. So they get those scouts, and then of course bringing trouble everywhere. Um, this thing called the Night Spider attacks them and is chasing them and night spider is basically like a giant crab and then lo and behold who finds them gopta and gopta is really a problem now like for real for he was a problem before but like yo my son's out here like nah i got this while this whole group is getting prepared to take on this shit and he brings everyone back essentially you um, gotta say it like how they be saying it in the um in the in the anime Gobito. <laughs> but um my son is nice yo he bite he body that shit quick and say yo these chips is delicious <laughs> Facts. You know, they, they, they had a big uh uh what do you call it lobster bake and who was right in the front millum she was yep. <laughs> lined up bro yeah so from there basically um it was both of them going we just need to figure out if we can really trust you or not and see what kind of city you have going on um, the adventurers agreed, and then Rumoru, in his infinite wisdom, decided that 
after after he's like yo how many people like do the public know that i was wanted to fear the oracle alert and he's like nah he's like all right so what we're gonna do to make people believe that i'm uh i'm i'm you know an ally to humans we're gonna have this group of adventurers this ragtag band of wearied and battle-hardened adventurers or whatever they're gonna be the ones um who have slain the orc disaster so we're gonna make up the story to make them seem like that's that's who did it and uh, everyone agrees, and then also those adventurers realize that um, Rimuru can be trusted, and this was the place they were all looking for, like the peaceful nation. It is. So that plan's being set in motion, so that instead of thinking of Rimuru as just some incredibly powerful monster or whatever, they're just like, alright, this is just a harmless slime who helped our hero. So that plan gets, gets put into motion. We hear, towards the end of the episode, we get the first mention of Caribidis. That's how you, that's how you say it, right? Caribidis. I don't know, I guess. Caribidis. Caribdis. 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 No, they definitely say Carib- Caribdis. Caribdis? Caribbean. Go filter fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically. And if y'all ever seen Rush Hour, I hope y'all have Go filter fish. Yes. And still she works at another player local. <laughs> yo, what? what? Yo, no. Yeah, anyways, that um, was in the garage. Show. You know what? Forget it. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, no, no, I do. Like... I just want to do a little more summary. Um, that's weird, but yeah. So then, um, Clayman is out here sending. So we find out that those dudes with the masks. So like, love, uh, Lovelace, Laplace, Laplace from before. The that group is kind of works for Clayman, I guess. Um, so he sends them out to to stir up some mischief. And uh, because Millum's out here allying, he's like, all right, um, let's go fuck with them. And I uh, heard about this thing called Caribidis, and apparently has the power to to um, rival a demon lord. So he wants that to be sent the town's way. So um, that's basically the summary. Just what do you guys think? I, I, also, this is the, uh, the episode with tits. So um, not with tits in them, but you know, if you watch it, you guys will understand. Yes. No hentai yet. Yeah. Yet. Say yet, <laughs> <laughs> freak bull. Oh no! All right, but yeah, thoughts on just seventeen? Are you, are you talking about yeah, just seventeen? Oh, just seventeen. Um, well, my my whole thing is that like watching this, it's like yo, I, I fuck with the character development because the second that um that uh Millum sent that sent the um Phobio and them running, I was like, all right, like. This 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 gotta be something, and I mean, when we talk about eighteen, we'll we'll get into that. But it's just like, damn, like I don't know. It seems like shit is like too perfect for Rimuru. And honestly, I'm really waiting for something crazy to happen because at this point, like Rimuru just be biting everybody. Like I don't want this to be like One Punch Man, where like you know you just mm-hmm. so like mad powerful and shit. So it's like eventually Rimuru is gonna meet his match. I and I actually liked. Well, actually, damn, that happens in the next episode. I can't really talk about it yet but uh I, I i like how he is like so humble to the point where it's just like yo i want y'all to really like take credit for this so that way people understand that like yo i'm a i'm a cool dude like i want people to ally with me and i'm not you know and it, it's cool because it kind of takes the pressure off him but in a way it's smart because it like it makes the humans and it maybe he unintentionally did this but it makes the humans look like they're you know more of the powerful ones in this sense Mm-hmm. which is like that they still have some leverage on him yeah exactly type type of time so that's a good way to look at it yeah so i think it's it's kind of interesting that 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 he did that um 
Yeah. Anything on this one, JT? Or you just want to wait till we do 18? I mean, Cribdis, yeah, sounds like a problem, you know, but uh, I keep that thing on me too. So if he comes around here, he will get clapped. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, episode 17 was kind of slow. It was the setup. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what's going to happen with the rest of what's his face's uh, crew, but. You? Hmm? Oh, Phobos? Wait, whose crew? The the Beasketeers. That happens next episode. Oh. Well, <laughs> we're on next All right, well anyway, yeah. So we are on next episode. So <laughs> um, we do see that those uh, Harlequin people uh, are out here leading Phobos. But um, they use his negative emotions and lead him astray to go help in resurrecting this Kribidus, who is, um, we find out, as it is being resurrected, is this beast that is considered a um a child of Veldora because it was created by a bunch of its magicules. So rumors are here like I guess we're like stepbrothers or just half brothers. Um but yeah and it has the destructive it has the power of a demon lord and is it's like um it doesn't really have like conscious thinking. So it's just kind of instinctually out here destroying everything. So um and we find this out because in this episode another dryad, um, the one who we know is Trini, but it's her sister, and it's out here like, hey, he's coming. Uh this beast is coming. We need help, and he's coming to you. And it's a whole problem. And I don't know how you're gonna do this, but you gotta make an attempt to. Also, I think it happens in this episode too. Rumor's still out here making power moves. And then yeah, um Kribidus, you know, this episode is the setup to what's gonna happen next. Which is uh rumors gonna have to come out here and fight this uh Kribidus. and they don't want to use Milam because they don't want to seem like they're relying on her too much. But um yeah, I guess this is the first said... domino to fall in this uh this chain of events that's this other demon lords out here uh interfering with one another. Facts. And they were, were kind of what I was gonna uh get into in episode 17, but I think it happened this episode is when uh, Rimuru declared that like he wants to go after Demon Lord uh, Le- Leon. Yeah, like, and even though I think they were saying that like Clarion, uh, Carrion was the one that is like setting this whole thing up. He's like, nah, like that's not who I want. Like, nah, Leon is. Oh, Clayman, like, yeah, 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 yeah Clayman, yeah, 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 right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that was pretty like. Huh? Yeah, no, I was just gonna say I think that was the end of the last episode, but yeah, that was a big yeah, thing okay. too. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. So I guess it was the end of the last episode. Yeah, I just didn't remember where 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 it fell in. We kind of all over the place, but you know, it, yeah, we do shit here. My bad. I definitely did too much summary this episode, but it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a lot of setup. It was a lot of setup, but yeah, next next week we can just talk straight action and shit. So mm-hmm. basically, like, just 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 kind of like putting everything into perspective for y'all. Basically, what's about to happen is it's about to be a nice little fight scene next episode, and probably the episode after that too. This is all just basically backstory for it. You just learn about uh, Caribidus and like the motives behind what the demon lords are try- trying to do and like kind of what they're trying to set up. And yeah, Rimuru just doing Rimuru shit, and we basically are excited. To- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about to see what Rimuru about to do. Because every time he fight, we always find out about some new hidden power, some hidden skill that he got. So I can't wait mm-hmm. to see what this slime is going to do. JT, any notes on episode 18? Mm, no, not really. I think it's kind of I think it's kind of cool how like the Caribdis 
like you kind of need like a human not human but you need like that sacrifice Mm -hmm. uh because so it can like like you said it it doesn't have really a conscious mind so it kind of needs like a host body yeah Uh, i also wonder if like the 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 two harlequins if we're gonna see like i know we're gonna see like more but i wonder if like their whole like i guess village or what they're spewing yeah group of people because i feel like they're like just yeah they, they freak me out yeah, I feel like they're just about chaos, but they listen to Clayman. So like, I don't know. It's I don't know. They're they they're interesting. Like their group. It just feel like they just know, want like, to they mess always up say with hire. everybody. Yeah, but they always say hire. So it's like, can anyone hire their services? You know what I mean? Like, or is it just they they're or they're under Clayman, but they can still be hired by other people? Like, I don't know what's going on with them too. But um, yeah, the whole thing with Kerberos and the many sacrifices. Also, my question is. Who and how was he sealed? Uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna guess Shizu. I don't think it was Shizu. I think it might have been the hero. Might have Shizu was the hero. No, Shizu got the mask from the hero, and remember the hero left, and she was like, after the hero left her, that's when she decided to be a hero. It was it was the same thing with Veldora. Yeah, Veldora Veldora got sealed by the thing, and then you know. Ah, uh, so yeah, probably yeah. was the the hero. Would make sense, I guess. They'll probably do like a little. You know how sometimes they like in the middle of a fight, they'll do like a little bit of backstory to you know. Yeah, that, that's what they do. But it also could do with the demon lords too, if you think about it, because mm-hmm. they're the ones that's trying to like reawaken this thing. Yeah, like, like, but know. also I think they're they're just trying to reawaken it because because they found it and yeah. they're bored. True. Could be. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, yeah, shots are out here making power moves, getting everyone's attention. Boss. But um, also, I just remember in that conversation, it's the first time he um mentions to someone in the world that he used to be human. Oh, he definitely did say that. Yeah, but, and that and that's probably why they wouldn't be so close to the humans. I think they said that that was during the conversation in seventeen. Yeah. Um, when basically he was just trying to get the humans to understand, like, yo, like I'm, you know, I'm. When they were questioning whether or not, like, oh, how do we know that you're actually, like, down to be cool with humans and stuff? And I think that's kind of, like, when, you know, they let them stay for the feast and he told them, like, yeah, I'm trying to be human, too. I mean, I used to be, I used to be human, too, not trying to be human, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, man, Rimuru was dope. I like I liked this, him as a protagonist. He's a great leader, for real, so. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know how that came about because, like, yo, when he was, he was really just a regular He's dude. He's a regular, regular dude. Yeah, facts. So. Don't Talk about getting a chance that. to live your life over and making the most of it. Yeah, facts. OD. Reincarnation, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we were still excited about these episodes. I know I'm definitely excited for the next three. Um, yeah, I, a lot of setup this episode, obviously, but it's still good because it does, like, like I've been saying since the beginning, um, this show does a really good job establishing the setting. Uh, you know, establishing the world that rumors in and the effects outside of the town and outside of just what's immediately around him. So I feel like that was definitely more so what was going on this episode. And it just directly set up um, the big clash that's going to happen with the uh, Kribitus. So, um, I mean, if you guys have been watching already with us or um, and for those who haven't, uh, definitely go watch and just, you know, the fight scenes in the show are fucking amazing. 
Um, the art's really good. The fight scenes are they're action packed, they're entertaining, they're flashy. It's it's really dope. So um, definitely get get ready for those uh those next couple episodes. Um, any last thoughts on these? So uh, for next week, again, uh, keep on the trend. Just watch another three episodes. So uh, nineteen, twenty, and twenty one, and then we're in the home stretch on uh, finishing up slime. So um, yeah, so sad. I know, I know. We got we got a lot. Like I already, I got shit lined up for ABC. Man, I'm excited. Uh, the next two we're gonna do actually need none of us have seen, so it's gonna oh, be fun. Bet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, keep following along. Again, uh, this episode's uh, 19 through 21 for next week. If you are following along with us, tell your friends. Um, and that's pretty much a wrap on episode uh, 20. Follow us on uh, all the socials at Saratobi Sports. Again, I know I say it like every week, but I'm leaving my job soon, so I'm going to have more free time to, to work on the YouTubes. And also, hopefully a better social media manager will be coming soon. Yeah. Tell your friends. Thank you for listening. Guys. Oh, follow me at AdafendedNormal on Twitter. Go go do that. Yeah, man. Just keep in mind, you know, we got some other things coming up soon. Turn of the new year. Um, next week will be our Christmas episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, NFL playoffs is coming soon. Um, and yeah, you know, just you know the vibes. I'm thinking about coming back to social media after the new year. So maybe, just maybe Ooh. I'll promote myself. So guess we'll see. <sighs> Justin. You know, as always, tip your bartenders. Follow me, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Uh, and go vote for Spencer Dinwiddie in the uh, All-Star. Well, actually, no, it's not a fan vote. It will be in there as a reserve. That's a coach's vote. Duh. But other than that, you know what? Rule 34. Nice. Tits.